My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Hello humanoids, this is Ian from Squared Circle History, and I want you to join us for this special episode of Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Joining me is my co-host, Brian. Hello hemorrhoids. Hem- <laughs> uh, of course, the often imitated but never duplicated, and also the man whose shirt was spotted at the Ric Flair's <laughs> last match event. You had to bring that up, huh? Yes. Why, because you want to get me going about Mick Foley now. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> in Tennessee was wearing the classic Brian Hates Brett shirt, and Mick Foley spotted it and asked Jordan, who's Brian? And then he told him about this podcast, and Mick Foley said, well, if Brian hates Brett, then I don't think I like Brian. And I don't think I like Mick. <laughs> And how does not how does Mick not know about this podcast when he's doing the introduction for the podcast? I know if he finds out that it's this podcast, he's probably going to ask us to take him out of the intro. Pull it. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I mean, it does say Brian hates Brett. It doesn't say pro wrestling Rushmore hates Brett. Oh, I understand that, but now Mick hates Brian. <laughs> Mick hates Brian. Hey, more merchandise. That's great. No, it's you know well, Mick totally doesn't even know me, and he could argue that I don't even know Brett. But you know what? Yes, I yes. know enough about Brett to know I hate him. Mick Foley knows nothing about me. True. Aside from the fact that he endorses our podcast. <laughs> well, and that you hate Brett. And now I hate Mick. <laughs> and Mick hates me. And that's fine. I'm okay with it. That's what's great about wrestling. These feuds, these rivalries. These... It's like a one-sided feud on this. <laughs> oh, yeah, but... <laughs> I don't think they know they're feuding with me quite yet. <laughs> Well, so, like I said, this is a special episode of Pro Wrestling Rushmore. This is kind of like last year around this time when we did our special Dream Card show. This one's going to be, Why Are We Wrestling Fans? So I've come up with, I've come up with a list of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. Oh, we have to come up with questions for each other? Well, no, 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 no. I, I have these questions, like... I'm so, going to ask them, you're uh, going to answer them, and then I'll answer them as well. Oh, so you're asking, like, both of us the question. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. You. So, and I came up with these questions, like, really fast, so I really haven't had too much time to think about them. Mm. So, it, it'll be good. It'll be good. 
But I thought it would be nice to have like a this little change of pace. And also, it's uh, for two other special reasons. One, it's our two-year anniversary of doing this show. Two years? How many episodes? Well, and that's number two oh. here, is this is, while this is the 29th episode of Pro Wrestling Rushmore, in reality, this is our 30th episode. Because we had that special episode. Because we had the special episode, yes. So we're not counting that as a Mount Rushmore episode. Right. Right. I'm sure that people really... It's like a it's like a Clash of the Champions kind of thing. Don't, I'm sure they really care about that. I well, about they probably <laughs> don't give a damn about that, but hey, for continuity reasons, you know? All right, I got Episode you. 30, I thought it would be nice for the listeners to find out who we are and why we think our opinion matters, I guess. Well, it really doesn't matter. Well, we can it's, find out. It's everyone else's opinion, too, though. It's not just, like, our two lists, you know. True, and that's why, at the end, what I was going to say... I'm almost jumping the gun on you, ain't I? <laughs> was anybody that wants to share that opinion, their opinions, just post it. Comment. Post a comment on YouTube. Post a comment now. <laughs> I feel like she should, give me, she should give me notes before these shows, because I'm jumping the gun on you. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I figured... It, spontaneity, you know. spontaneity. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it's really funny when, uh, in my everyday life, Sarah will, out of nowhere, just make a Jerry Jarrett, or do a Jerry Jarrett impression. And she likes it. She likes the sound of it. Yeah, you know. Well, huh? Huh? That's cool, though. It's funny, because I was in the other room, well, I, I was in the kitchen the other day, and she was on the couch... And I was saying, ha, and she didn't know what I was saying, and she thought, like, I was in pain. Right. So she got up off the couch and, like, ran into the kitchen to make sure I was okay. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, what, why, what's the matter? She's like, you, you sound like you were in pain. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I was saying, ha. Well, you shouldn't even explain yourself. You should have just been like, ha. <laughs> I should have, but she was very concerned. She's like, call 911 on you. just... <laughs> Imitating Jerry Jarrett. <laughs> Pog out, it's not necessary. <laughs> Turn around. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Where is Sarah? Well, alright, so Sarah's at home, again, doing work. Uh, but she also has uh, a little bit of a leg injury. So Still? She's resting it up. Yeah, it's going to be for a while. Really? She did that bad, some huh? serious damage, yeah. Damn. That's us. Yoga. Oh, get better, Sarah. Yeah. Get well soon, Sarah. We're pulling for you. Yeah. It, it was all yoga. I don't know what DDP's talking about. This stuff is dangerous. Well, but was she doing DDP yoga or just like no, regular she was, yoga? No, she was doing regular yoga. Oh, that's, she, well, like she advanced should, yoga, but still. Maybe she should try DDP yoga and she maybe. won't pull anything. Maybe. Yeah. Like a diamond cutter or something. <laughs> well, imagine. <laughs> Like, you're waking up out of bed, she's just waiting for you, she's, like, gearing up for it. She gives me a diamond cutter, and as I'm in pain, she's like, no, 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 it's yoga, don't worry. <laughs> I'm supposed to accept it. DDP told me to do this. <laughs> Bang, bro! <laughs> Brian, are you wearing a wrestling shirt today? I am. Well, what are you wearing? <laughs> My uh, Jerry Lawler t-shirt came in the uh, wrestling crate. Nice. One of the ones that you gave to Brody. I figured I'd wear today. Excellent. It's a, it's a mighty fine shirt. Yeah, nice looking shirt. Yes. Powder blue. Yeah. It's got Jerry Lawler on it. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> With his crown, holding his crown up. All right, I am wearing my WrestleMania the 13th shirt with Stone Cold, Bloody, 
over the Chicago uh, Chicago skyline, designed by local designer Matt Botvin. Matt Botvin. Yeah. Right. I've heard that Where name for from? years. Forever. Oh, really? Yeah. I never heard. No, I, like I've seen his names on like tape trading message boards and stuff like right. that. So, but I just recently found out because I got an order from him, and it was addressed from Forever. So you I'm like, just picked it up. Like, no kidding. Like, wow, that's odd. Right. But yeah, so yeah, so I'm wearing my WrestleMania the 13th shirt. Nice wrestling shirt. Shirt. Oh, thank you, thank you. Wrestling shirts, the cornerstone of any wrestling fandom. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right, so. We're going to kick things off here, Brian, with the first question. Well, first, we don't have to begin construction on anything. We're just going to kick off the list here. Sure, let's do it. Jump so right in. The first question here is, Brian, how did you become a wrestling fan? That That's a tough question. Sure. Right? Like, I don't know at what point exactly I became a wrestling fan. But how? How did it come to be? Ian, all I know is, like, I was four years old just watching it. It had been like I watched it all my life. Okay. But that's like when I remember. Okay, so that's that's okay. That's the starting point. Like, I don't know, man. Saturday night's main events and stuff because it was a special event on a Saturday night. Okay, but how did you know? Like, Did, did somebody like tell you to watch this or did somebody already have it on and you happened to watch it? I don't know, man. You just how don't do... remember? Does anybody have to tell you you like girls? No. <laughs> well, like, what I mean. I like wrestling. You know what okay. I'm saying? All right, well, all right. So... My response to that question, how did you become a wrestling fan, would be because I lived with my three uncles, who were all wrestling fans, in the 80s boom of wrestling. You want to hear something funny? Yes. I lived with my parents, which whom hated wrestling. I know, that's why it's so, <laughs> like, strange. Like, we gotta get to the bottom of this. So, I don't know, I think, um, my mother used to work for a doctor's office, and they'd go, like, on these elaborate vacations, uh, not vacations, but, like, Christmas parties. Mm. So they'd go to, like, New Jersey, Atlantic City, and stuff like that. And they felt guilty for leaving me and my grandparents for okay. two days that they'd always bring back a toy. Oh. And, like, that toy would generally be a wrestling action figure. I don't oh. know if they just thought it looked cool and, yeah. you know, I'll heal like this. Yeah. And I did. And I just, you know, started playing with them. Interesting. That's probably where it was. You dug deep there, Ian. See, we're getting to the bottom you. of things. Nice, sorry. I mean, you you also answered a question that'll come up later, but we'll we'll get oh, to see? that. But, well, um, it was the action figures, wasn't it? You know me too well, bro. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I'm not moving well, on. Don't go on to the next question. How did you become a wrestling fan? Well, all right, that's what I was getting to here was, you know, I lived with my three uncles. They were all wrestling fans. Specifically, my Uncle Keith was really into wrestling, and I looked up to my Uncle Keith for two things. He was a wrestling fan, and he loved rock and roll. And that kind of, like, shaped me to who I am, really. Right. Um... But he used to get, like, all sorts of tapes. Like, I guess he would be, like, an early tape trader of sorts. So, like, I was... Actually, I have a... I have a picture that is gonna go up on the video version of this. But... I'm gonna show you right now, Brian. And the viewers are gonna see this as well. This was... My... Second Christmas. Christmas 2. With a Hulk Hogan... Is that a... Stretchy or it's a bendy. Hulk Hogan stretch, uh, the stretching the LJN figure. Right. So the point I'm trying to make here is like with that I, yellow in front of you, you look like Ronald McDonald. Right, I did. I had the same hair and everything. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was born, the nurses told my mom, "Oh, look at him. He looks like Bozo." Oh boy, because I had red, the boy, red hair. Right? Well, hopefully because I had the red hair. <laughs> um, you had the red hair. 
with red hair flowing. Yeah. And it was like sideways, Woo! like Bozo. I, I don't know. I lost I, the bed. I don't Did you have red nose? I think I must have, yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think most newborns are. I think, you know, they've been through a lot. They've <laughs> been through a lot. <laughs> but, um, oh, so yes, my, my uncle would have these tapes. Yeah. And I'd watch the tapes from them. And, like, these were uh, world-class tapes. They were Memphis tapes. They were Jim Crockett tapes. And, obviously, you know, WWF, like, being from New England, it's big in this area. So, my uncles, of course, were into it. They'd have, you know, they'd have the wrestling shirts. Like, I vividly remember uh, one of my uncles having a WrestleMania, like, the original WrestleMania mm-hmm. shirt. Um, and I always thought it was really cool that my, my Uncle Keith met Andre the Giant. So, like, early on, to me, Andre the Giant meant so much because... My uncle got to meet him. Right. It, it's a big deal. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how I started, and like I just, I just always watched it. But you were like, yeah, always exactly. watched it. That's what that's what I'm saying. So it was kind of the same deal here. Yeah. Like I don't know. My like I said, my father didn't like it, but for some reason, I just remember watching it Somehow. all the time. You know. All right. Whatever. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Question two. Question two. Now, this could potentially be a second, a, a different response, but. What is your first memory of wrestling? Um, man, that like sticks out. I don't even know. Like, would it? It's like everything runs together. Yeah. But maybe uh, Hogan Bundy WrestleMania two okay. in the cage. All right, yeah. That was probably my because my. Uh, I think we saw that in closed circuit actually. Wow! Really? Yeah. No my father kidding. had a friend who was a huge wrestling fan. Okay. And I remember going with them. My yeah. father went with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Where was it? Do you remember where it was? Uh, Civic Center, maybe? Really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm not sure, though. The Providence Civic Center! <laughs> um, like, for me, my first memory was I remember coming home from somewhere with my mother and my grandmother, and my uncles watching Superstars, and it was when the Islanders stole Matilda from... The British Bulldogs. Yep. Like, that's the first thing, if I think back, like, when's the first time I remember watching wrestling? I remember coming home and watching that and just being freaked out that these guys stole the British Bulldogs' dog. Like, Matilda. Like, holy cow. <laughs> like, that's that's a reason to, to wrestle. That's a reason to fight somebody. Right. Like, they stole your property. Like, wow, yeah. these guys... I remember being really upset. Like, they, they need to settle this. Like, they, they need to settle this, this feud. Right. They gotta get the dog back. How are they gonna yeah. get the dog back? Kind of like when, uh, when Bret Hart stole uh, the pirate's jacket and the pirate stole it back from him, but Bret Hart really wanted it back. <laughs> and you lousy stinking that pirate! That was a reason for them to fight. It's like you stole my property. We need to, uh, we need to fight about this now. Yeah, you know, today would have been a good time to to pull a rib on you. Why? Because we just we just started like right away. We just started the podcast right away. You didn't have a chance to leave the room or anything. Oh no! Right. Uh, but I was, I didn't do anything. Don't worry, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I'm not I, looking for it. I left the same Bret Hart picture up there, there, and here. <laughs> so, don't worry. You're just pointing them out because you want me to look. I'm not going to look. <laughs> well, there might be a question later where... About Bret Hart? Uh, this, want me to get out of the way now? I can yeah, get out no, of the way no, right no, now. I'm no, going to no, do no, it. No, no, no. We're going we're gonna to stick to the list. It's like the Royal Rumble. We've got to go to number three now. The Ric Flair number 92. Oh, oh, did you watch Ric Flair's last match? Yeah, you know I watched it. We were texting. Well, for the sake of the show. <laughs> Brian, did you watch? 
Yes, yes, and I did. what did you think of Ric Flair's last match? I thought it was uh, pitiful. Pitiful. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I, I don't think he should have done it. I think yeah. he should have left well enough alone. Yeah, that was apparent. It, and, of course, like, everyone that put it on, Conrad and, and yeah. stuff, and, you know, he's like, oh, it was great, you know. Yeah. What do you expect from a 74-year-old man? Yeah. All I'd the things expect... that they didn't say that beforehand. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I thought it was really good. What I expect out of a 70, 74-year-old man yeah. is to stay home, yep. take his Geritol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Watch the wrestling on TV. Stop yeah. going out and, you know, acting like a fool. But that's you know that's who I mean? he is, man. That's what he wants. I don't know if that's who he is now. I think that's what he's trying. He's trying to keep up an image, right? Yeah. Think about it. When he was giving his speech after the match, he said, "I'm gonna go party with Kid Rock." Not, not say, "Oh, like the Undertaker's here, Bret Hart's here, Mick Foley's here." You know, all all of these people from my profession are here. No, I'm gonna party with the biggest celebrity that's here. Right. (sighs) That's a good point. And that's something that Mark Madden complained about, about Ric Flair. Like, he doesn't really know these people. Right. They just, you know, they like the novelty of hanging out with Ric Flair because he is somebody from pop culture, but right. not mainstream. I mean, not to knock Ric Flair, he's the greatest wrestler of all time, but... I never thought about it that way, though. You're right. You know, like, he'll say, like, he knows... Michael Jordan or something like that. Yeah, but Michael Jordan will gain status by knowing Ric Flair, too, though. Eh, yeah, all right. I they guess, do. I guess it works like that. Because yeah. think about it. If Jordan's hanging with Flair, you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. else going to want to hang with Flair. True, true. Oh, he mentions LeBron a lot. Oh, he likes LeBron, huh? Yeah, he does. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate LeBron James. This guy's yeah. making a living. Shit. LeBron James. Question number three, Brian. As a child, who... What's your favorite wrestler? Hulk Hogan. And why? Red and yellow, man. Hulk rules. So red and yellow were your favorite colors? No. Green was my favorite color. <laughs> you, you sound like Napoleon Dynamite over here. <laughs> no. What do you think? Dude, Hulk Hogan. I guess Hulk Hogan. <laughs> How could you not love He had the, the weight set. He had yeah. the t-shirts. He had the bandanas. He had the foam fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, my response is the same. Had two LJNs. Three. <laughs> three. Three yeah. LJNs. Amazing. Amazing. Who had three LJNs? Certainly. Well, I mean, SD Jones came close. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take that back. <laughs> but, no, nah, man. Of course. You know, it's going to be the same. Yeah. I know it's Hogan. Yeah. You should show that picture of you in the uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> costume for Halloween. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. I can put that up. Yeah. Was I had that the a... one with the plastic mask, right? Yep. Oh, damn. And I the... have another... Well, actually, no. It was, a, it was a rubber mask. It was even, like, oh, creepier. Really? Yeah. But it had... Didn't you have the plastic, um, like, outfit on? Oh, yeah. It was like... I didn't think it was. I was such a fat... Uh, fat kid. <laughs> I was such a fat kid, dude. Well, this was... This was my room from when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah, you know what suppose I had? Yeah. I had a like sliding doors in my in my closet in my room. Yeah, and I had the full size Hulk Hogan poster when he's like oh. bending over with a belt. Yes, I used to have that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, wow, it's crazy, right? Like my parents hated wrestling, but they bought me all this shit because they knew I loved it. Because <laughs> you're the son. No, I know, but like <laughs> think about it. Most people don't do that. No, they should appreciate it a little bit more. No, but I think that's what that's what I feel is. A good parent. I mean, I'm not a parent. What, who am I to say anything? But I would think that would make a good parent is to, you know, show some interest in what your kids enjoy. Yeah. Well, they never did. Don't force anything on them. No. 
They didn't show interest. They just bought me the shit to keep it quiet. Well, yeah, but they didn't tell you don't watch it, did they? <laughs> no. All right, then. No. Not, not, till, not till later on. Well, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that happened to me, too. Trust me. <laughs> but, yeah, Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler. Same thing. Like, I had the Hulk Hogan toothbrush. I had yeah. the slippers with the face on yeah. them. I took the Hulk Hogan vitamins. Didn't uh, do that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally did. I was right. very excited. When Hulk Hogan Vitamins came out, you I must took, have, you must have I said took, a lot of prayers. You and God must have been like best friends. Oh, we were tight, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Big man upstairs. Did you get on your knees and like make the cross and, and pray to God? Yeah, yeah, no, I dramatically pointed to the heaven. Did you call him brother? <laughs> of course, brother, dude. That's father, not brother. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's everybody, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, to follow up on that with question four, who is your favorite modern-day wrestler, and why? Like today? Modern yes, day. today. Um, it can't be, like, someone from a few years ago. Well, it's, all right, say, like, within, like, the past five years or so. Oof. It's modern. That's tough. Like, modern day. <laughs> I know the question. Currently. <laughs> I understand the question. How else am I supposed to tell because you, Brian? I don't really, like, love wrestling like I used to now. I don't either. So I don't, I don't know who I would pick as, like, my favorite modern-day wrestler. All right, like, maybe I should put it like this. Whose matches do you look forward to the most nowadays? Uh, Roman Reigns. There you go. I do. All right, there you go. That's weird to say, though. Like, do I think Roman Reigns is, like, the best modern-day wrestler? But think about it. Think about your answer as a kid. You loved watching Hulk Hogan. You right. specifically wanted to watch Hulk right, Hogan. Gotcha. And why did you want to watch Hulk Hogan? What was it about him that you that was you were drawn to him? I loved him. He was my idol. He was... <laughs> okay, like, all right. So all right, nowadays, who do you love? I don't, I don't love Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't awesome. think he's like, like my, my idol. I'm you like... met him like you're older than him, but you're like, dude, I love you. Like... <laughs> well, I'm sure there are people like that out there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Did you see recently? Uh, Sasha Banks did a signing, and at the signing, if you wanted to take a picture with her. She requested that you were six feet away from her, oh. so you get a picture with her. Right. But like, I understand. Like, did you see the memes on Facebook though? Where oh, of like, course. Yeah, like Tony so, Khan hugging her. Yeah, and... well, not her, but like, uh, women wrestlers with with their fans. They're like, it's like they're taking a prom photo. Oh yeah, guys all yes. over her and stuff. It, it is weird. That's it's strange, odd. man. Why yeah. not just be like, maybe like a foot apart, be like, give her a little point to her boobies, <laughs> thumbs up, whatever. You know what I mean? And just call it a day. Why do you gotta like grasp them? What about like a like a like a handshake shot? What do you mean a handshake shot? Like, like okay, if you want to take a picture, it's you two shaking hands, and that's the picture. I don't know. Maybe that's mega that's power style. Well, if you wanted, that'd be awesome. Uh, I don't know. Like I think it it should be up to the town how they want to take a picture. If they want to let the fans grope them, let them grope them. But well, I I, I, mean, I know six feet apart is kind of that, much. I understand the whole COVID thing, which is kind of dumb. But yeah, it's that's her preference, man. I kind of don't blame her there. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, for me, uh, as far as modern-day wrestler, yes, that is also a tough question, but two names came to mind, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Okay. Those are two names I feel nowadays that I'm like, all right, I, I need to watch those matches. I need to see what so happens. Those are the here. guys that, you know, if Daniel Bryan told you to take vitamins, you'd definitely do it. Uh, probably, yeah. You'd want to jump over through a TV and, and grope them. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's how you made me feel about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, he's my idol. But 
I don't want to like idolize Roman Reigns. I think he's like one of the better ones nowadays. But but you've you've matured as a wrestling fan, right? So you can say like, okay, perfect example here is when I was younger, Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler. But now that I've gone back and watched, you know, clips, highlights, everything like that, it's more so Randy Savage or it's more so Terry Funk. Like these are people now that I've grown up and seen more wrestling and. Right. No, like, oh, okay, this is this is better than this. Um, you know, your opinion changes. But you're still a Hulk Hogan guy over I am, Savage. yeah, yeah. So, all right, back back to your uh, answer there. Yeah. It's CM Punk okay. and Ronnie Garvin, right? Ronnie Garvin? <laughs> no, Ronnie Garvin. It's Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, AJ, well, Styles. AJ Styles. That's why. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> So but, like, what's what's the match that made you that feel that way about Daniel Bryan? I mean, was there a certain match where you were like, all right, there it is, 100 stars? Well, uh, Ring of Honor, definitely. Which one? Like, following Ring of Honor, uh, the first triple threat match, him, low-key, Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm. Really got, like, a, a feel like, all right, this guy's, this guy's a little bit better than the pack. Uh, and then, like, through the years of Ring of Honor, he had, like, crazy matches with uh, Nigel McGuinness. Right. Um and th- those matches were phenomenal. So I'm like, all right, there really is something in this guy. Uh, I met him just before he went to WWE the first time. And he was just like a cool dude. Right. Like, wow, this is like like an everyday dude. Like, you know, who's, like uh, easygoing. You know? Who's the douchiest wrestler you ever met? The douchiest wrestler? <laughs> CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> Chris Hero. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Uh, well, no. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, it wasn't necessarily douchey, but, like, I met Sting, mm. and it was just, like, a quick hello. Right. Like, that's how it was. You couldn't, you specifically couldn't ask questions. You couldn't take pictures. No, you could take a picture. But, again, the picture was the handshake. But yeah. you couldn't ask him anything, nothing. you just walk up to him, shake his hand. Poses for the picture, you move on. Well, what do you want to do? Look at you? Well, no, but I mean, if you're you doing... You want to be like, oh, hello, Mr. Borden. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there's, there's, like, specific wrestlers that'll take the time to, you know, show their appreciation to you. And he really didn't, you know, so it was... Yeah, I get it. You know, but it, again, like, it's really nothing against him, necessarily, but at the same time, if I were him, I'd be like, you know, like, hey, how are you? Right. You know, why are you a fan of mine? What's your favorite match of mine? Well, you want to interview you. Well, maybe. You know. <laughs> There's you so know, many people in All right, I, I know another one. I know another one. I met When I met Ric Flair. I met Ric Flair, and I had a, a replica, big gold, yep. for him to sign. And he, like, he barely looked up. Like, he, like, somebody put the belt in front of him. He just signed it. And he didn't really look up until I said, thank you, Rick, you're the man. Right. And I put my hand out, and he shook my hand, he made eye contact with me, and then just put his head back down. It's like... Did you feel anything when he made eye contact with you? It was a split-second acknowledgement. <laughs> and it was like... Did it move you? I'm like, I, come on, I, I bought this replica <laughs> belt here, like, it's early in the morning, so that you're probably tired too, I'm tired as well. But can we kind of just share this second here and just be like, hi, big fan of yours. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Give me a woo, you know? like You should have said that to him. I should have, yeah. What do you think he would have said? 
Move on, kid. Move on, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> At least I met uh, Classy Freddy Blassie and he called me a pencil neck geek. He probably does it to everybody, And that was though. great. And he probably does, but for that moment, I felt like, wow, that's pretty cool. That legend used his signature phrase on me. The, but I think that means something. To me. But that'd be like the priest that didn't pick you. Like, I have an 18-inch neck. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So, if he called me a pencil neck geek, yeah. I'd be like, oh, he says that to everybody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wouldn't feel special. No, not at all. No. No. Oh, well. All right. Um, all right. Question five here. What was the moment that solidified your fandom? Hogan, Andre, Body okay. Slam, all WrestleMania right. three. That was easy one. Yep. Thank you. Throwing me a all softball right. there. Awesome. I feel like Sid Vicious crushing him oh. on the puck. <laughs> well, but, for for me, yeah. that I remember, yep. WrestleMania five, Hogan versus Savage, and the build up to that. Can I ask you how old are you? How old am I? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, yeah, like currently. <laughs> current day, not 36. back then. 36. So yes. I'm 39. Three years, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like just about yeah. on pace of remembering shit. Yeah, I mean, right? I, that's when I think like the brain develops enough for you to right. form, you know, long-term memory. Right. But yeah, like I remember that first feud and thinking like, you know, like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Like, this is, this is, Elizabeth's supposed to be with the Macho Man. And yeah. And Hogan's so you, taking her away. You remember all of that shit, like, the Saturday Night Main Event stuff. Yeah, and it's like, wow, this is a, this is a big deal. Like, this, this is a and real big deal. Isn't that the stuff that made you want to go back and rewatch it? Yeah. Like, that's where that's it started. That's what made me like, the fan. Oh, that's man, I gotta the, watch this again, yep. you know what I mean? It's that first memory, and then you just branch out from there. Right. And that, yeah, that for me, and I think that's why, like, I... When I grew well, growing up, I had the the SummerSlam, the first SummerSlam poster, mm-hmm. where it was uh, Hogan Savage and then Elizabeth in the middle with her back to the camera and she's got like her hand on yes. like each of their chests. Like I had that poster. As soon as I woke up every day, just saw that image and it's like, man, those are the two greatest wrestlers right there. Yeah, and that, that was, was the best to me. That was the best match. That's cool. So, and I don't like. But that's one of my first memories too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember that actually more than WrestleMania four. WrestleMania okay. four was right between them, because it was like the Hogan Andre Schmaz thing. You know yep. that really didn't come to resolution. Yeah. But then Savage Hogan was huge, yeah. especially the lead up to it. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, it was huge. Savage man. Had gotten close back. to the Hogan level and then just turned on him. That's you know, and um, Pat brought something up in our last uh, podcast. Yeah. And he said like. No one has ever turned heel while they were champion. Macho Man turned heel while he was champion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the that's only person point. I could remember. Yeah, nothing is coming to mind right now. No. Yeah, wow. That, yeah, you have to have a lot of faith in a person to be like, all right. Mid-championship run. Yeah. Turn you. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And that says that says a lot for Savage for being able to pull it off. Right. But, wow. Can you imagine if Hogan was champion when he turned? Oh, God. That would have been something. That would have been great. They should have done that. That would have been great. Yeah, if it was, say, because it was Sting, Savage, and Luger against Hall and Nash. Right. So you take one member away from WCW, have Hogan originally in the match, say it's Hogan, Savage, and Sting. 
and uh, Hall and Nash are out there, they don't have a partner, then all of a sudden Hogan gets tagged in, and then just turns right. on Sting, turns on Savage. And that would make sense, because he's the champion of the company. Yep. You know, and he's going to save the company from these outsiders. Yeah. And, and maybe you add into the build-up Hall and Nash saying, we're going to get that world title, and we're going to we're gonna spray paint uh, uh, NWO on it in right, the middle of the right. ring, uh, or everybody gets their money back. Right. And then Hogan presents them with the belt, and or... They get the belt, and Hogan's the one to spray paint it. Right. And nobody gets their money back. Or, and, <laughs> yeah. they could have had, like, Virgil come out and tag with them. <laughs> so it'd be the outsiders. No, listen, it'd be the outsiders yeah. and Virgil. <laughs> and then they get rid of one of the WCW guys. Hogan comes down. So now it's three on three. Okay. And then Hogan okay. doesn't turn. Then they beat the piss out of Virgil. Oh, it's a swerve. It's a swerve. They just wanted yeah. you to think that he's the third guy, but we're just using you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. I, all right. And poor Virgil's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. He's like, where are the ring rats at? <laughs> you got that mythos? <laughs> I love that mythos. Let's see here. Virgil. <laughs> okay, question six here. As a child, what wrestler did you despise and why? Terry Daniels. No, no joking. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he took his limo to your house. <laughs> no. Poor Terry. He was trying to do a good deed. <laughs> Um, that I despised. Yeah. Even like back then, Ronnie Garvin. <laughs> Still, it's been a lifelong hatred. I, Ronnie not, Garvin. I mean, I just didn't like watching his matches. I just get so mad when he came on TV. Yeah. You know who I did develop a real um, appreciation for, though? Oh, who's that? Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo, yeah. because yeah. back in the day, I used to hate when he came on. Yeah. Like, I want to skip his segments. When he was doing the push-ups, I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Now, I'm like, holy shit, it's Dino Bravo. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Ronnie Garvin <laughs> comes on TV, and I'm like, ah, oh, I got to change this. <laughs> He's just not a. I got to change it. Yeah, I'm just not a Garvin fan at all. He put me to sleep. All right. Like if he was on, I don't think was he. He wasn't on many Saturday night main events. I think he was on like one or two. And yeah. Like one of them he was a referee. Yeah, and I think he put me to sleep. <laughs> and I got mad because I fell asleep during that. And yeah. All right. And like, who was your? Who was the guy you hated? Wow. I mean, now that you mention it, Ronnie Garvin, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I'm, I more so wasn't a fan of IRS as a kid. Oh, wow. Like, so it was like... Yeah, like I just didn't really care for him. I was like, wow, this guy's boring. Like, well, he came on a little later than, than my guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I always hated Disco Inferno. Well, you hated Disco Inferno. I, I could not stand Disco Inferno. Yeah. Right. So I, like, I, I didn't care too much for Buff Bagwell either. Well, see, I know what you want me. You want me to say Bret Hart. Yeah. You did. But here's the thing. <laughs> I wasn't um, always like... This bitter towards Bret Hart. Yeah, not always. I like I like Bret Hart. I thought he was a great wrestler. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. As a kid, you know, high school and stuff like that. I did. I thought he was really good. Mm. But then it's his what he says later on. Yeah. And I saw read something that Goldberg was like today was like, uh, why do I keep on apologizing? I'm sick of apologizing. If he doesn't yeah. accept my apology, and you know, I'm being the, I'm being a man about it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm moving on. He's like, he should just move on. Yeah. Like, I yeah. understand. Yeah, that's that's your career. You, you, didn't, but I think Brett did it, right during that that figure four on the post, and oh. Goldberg supposedly let him go. Okay, and he did. Yeah, but it they never bring that up. Yeah, they don't. They it's always, always bring the up kick, the kick the to the, the head, kick, the kick. And I, I don't think that kick looks that stiff. Dude, maybe Brett. There. Maybe Brett is telling people that it was the kick to the head, right? Not hitting his head on the floor, right? And I think that's the case to man. make Goldberg look bad, maybe. Probably. But the kick would make him look bad, too, I guess. But yeah. wouldn't that be on Brad Hart to kind of pull up a little bit early? Put his hand up, maybe? 
You know what I mean? But you never know. You never know. He's too prideful to put his hand up. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then the whole I don't want to do my job thing, mm-hmm. the Survivor Series. Yeah. And then bitching about it. Okay, so did... and then hitting the guy who gave you a living, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That is very true. Come on, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's asking you to do your job, you know. So did the hatred develop at Survivor Series? I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. that uh, during that, you no, know, it I, wasn't I was like, oh wow, you know, like he said WCW. We heard the rumors because remember back in the day, but like the rumormill dot com, yeah, was, like, a big one. Yeah, um, the infancy of the internet. Yeah, and the magazines, too. right? And that's where you get like your rumors. And then after that, it's like, oh wow, he was that was real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a week later or so. Yeah, then he came out with the the Wrestling With Shadows documentary. Wrestling With Shadows. Yeah. And, like, you knew the camera crew was there. Yeah. So. Maybe it was all just for the camera. It might have been, man. I don't know. But, either way, I don't think you should bitch about uh, someone that's, you know, giving you a living. Okay. So I don't bitch about you. <laughs> Look, you pay me for this. <laughs> Next question here. What was the first event that you attended? Uh, house show, Providence Civic Center, and I made my father leave early. <laughs> you made him leave early? Yeah. Why? I was afraid of Mr. X. That's right. You did tell me this. Yep. You were afraid of Mr. X. I wouldn't stop crying. Wow. <laughs> How old were you? Dude, I don't know. Maybe three, four. Wow, okay. I had to be young, right? Yeah. But I remember it. Yeah, you remember it, so yeah. at least three or four. Right. Okay. All right. Maybe that's my first memory of wrestling. Mr. X scaring you. Mr. X scaring me. All right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Do um, you remember any of the matches from the card? I don't. No. No. That traumatized by Mr. X. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll look up like you know Mr. X Providence Civic Center and look up a date. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the one. Okay. That might have been the opening match too. I mean, think about it. Oh right? no! <laughs> Mr. You, re- you don't even remember who his opponent was? No, I have no idea. Oh no! I think he was coming out first. That's what I'm saying. Nice. Like, maybe like Tito Santana or something. <laughs> and Tito's like, "Arriba, amigo! <laughs> Stop going! <laughs> You're ruining the match! <laughs> You're wailing!" And everybody's like, "Who is that kid?" Yeah. <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> he had to leave. Oh jeez. Well, my my first wrestling show was 19 June I, I believe it was June 30th 1991 Providence Civic Center I, I remember it like yeah. I remember it. supposedly this is the story I was told supposedly I won a coloring contest and won four tickets and they were all right tickets right. <laughs> you know supposedly it was a coloring contest for do you remember the grocery store Almax? Yeah, of course. Okay. My grandmother was the manager of the department store next door, Stewart's. Manager? Manager. Yeah. No, all right. Was that in Florida? No, that was in Swansea. Oh. That's where Target is now. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they they were, this. I do remember this, they were having a coloring contest, yeah. and you got, like, the black and white photo of Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 7 where he's holding the flag. Yep. And... You have to color that, and it was a contest, and they just pick whoever, whoever they think did the best job or whoever they want to. Right. The winner gets four tickets. That I know that was the promotion. Whether or not I actually won, I don't know the legitimacy of that. Because if I remember correctly, that 
that coloring was not very good. Grandma. That was not good. Grandma did a swerve on Maybe she did. Maybe she pulled some strings. She did. And I won that contest because of her. Regardless, I remember going to that show. I remember Ricky the Dragon Steamboat coming out with the full dragon gear. And he goes to blow the fire. But he can't. Like, he's trying to blow the fireball, but, like, it's just not working. Like, it's just poof. Oh, so no fireball poof. came out? So there was no fireball. No kidding. And, it, and everyone was like, aww. <laughs> so that that was disappointing. Who did he um, wrestle? Hercules. All right. So, the power and glory right. era Hercules. Remember that. I remember the true main... Well, it depends on what you say main event. What was dubbed as the main event was actually the last match before intermission. And it was a Desert Storm rules match. It was Hulk Hogan and Hacksaw Jim Duggan against Sergeant Slaughter and Colonel Mustafa. Mm. And Hogan was in the camo, like the fatigues, and he had like his face painted, and uh, Duggan, same thing. Right. And, and of course they won the match. But the actual last match on the show was Road Warrior Animal against Jerry Sags. Yep. That was the actual last match. That was like a doc match. Was it a yeah. taping for like prime time? Or... No, no, just a house show. Right, but you know what's weird? Mm. For all the house shows we went to, why weren't there any like superstars or anything like that? Yeah, like, like they went to wrestling. You know, they went to Worcester. Really? Like, and it was us, advertised as superstars as a, a TV taping. Oh, okay, so that's so TV taping. You know, they and supposedly they run like four or five hours like they right superstars challenge you know all that stuff yeah so their tapings were supposedly very exhausting right but i don't know i think i would have loved it as a kid probably you know but yeah i remember that but i remember the second the set and i, I mean obviously i'm not going to go through every wrestling show i went to but specifically i'm gonna tell you about the second time yep. second time was bank street armory forever mm-hmm. i remember going with my uncles i remember my my mom painted my face like the warrior. It was uh, Razor versus Macho Man. Razor and Macho Man. Uh, Shawn that. Michaels, Marty Janetti. I had that poster uh, autographed by both of them. God, I wish I had that. I, I wish, wish I did too. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Well, I remember before the show, we waited in the parking lot. Uh, Bob Backlund yelled at you? No, no. But Did he ever yell at you? He did, actually, one time. When I was in the crowd. Unreal. He yeah. yelled at me at backstage. No, in the back at Bank Street Armory. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. But I remember uh, I met Hercules in the parking lot. Yep. And he offered to give me his autograph, but I didn't want his autograph. Well, you're an asshole. So I'm like, no, you're a bad guy. Like, I don't want your autograph. Like, so he's like no. asking you to give Yeah. He's like, he's hey. Like, he's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want his autograph. He's a bad guy. <laughs> you see what he did to the Rockers? Like, no. But then we. Then we met Sergeant Slaughter, and right. I, I, I'll take his autograph. Like he, right? He's he commit- a big shot. Yeah, like he 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 admitted to his his faults. It's all right. Like he's okay. But yeah, I, I remember that. I remember my my face paint like just dripping because it was so hot in right. there. Right, it was hot. So I looked more like when Papa Shango like put the curse on Warrior right. and was like. That was the one with Adam Bomb in it, right? Adam Bomb. Yeah, was he not on that one? On that. Sh- um, I'm pretty sure. That sounds about right. Yeah, because I met him upstairs at the Bankshire Armory. My father took me back there. Hey, look at that. Yeah, my father was working the show and stuff. That's know. the limo driver. <laughs> Not that day. He was just working no. like security detail. Yeah, but didn't he have Adam Bomb's like gear? 
Yeah, so that's that's the thing, right? Yeah. He uh, he was like going to show him like the high uh, where the highway was. Oh yeah. Right, but he put his gear in my father's car. Oh. And then when he brought him back, cause like you know, funeral for it's fairly close, to, like get on a highway back to Providence. Yeah, and stuff it's right there. From so, uh, he was taking for a quick ride, but he put his gear in my father's car. And then when he got out of the car, he forgot to take it out. Oh to no! Put it back in his. Yeah. So my father had his gear. Yeah. And uh, he could have kept it, like no one would have yeah. known, because there was like no cell phones back then. Yeah. But then he gave it to one, two, three kids to give it to him. <laughs> was it one, two, three kid? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. But he gave it to somebody to give it to Adam Bomb. Yeah. He was like, oh, "Oh." he's like, my name is Brian also. I'm like, that's cool, Adam Bomb. (laughs) No, your name's Adam. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, no, it's not. Don't try to make me feel good. Your name's Adam Bomb. (laughs) Wow, that's that's interesting. So we were were at that same show. I think we were at a lot of shows. Yeah, probably. The ECW shows, I know that. Yes. Yes, we were. You know what's cool, though? Yeah. It's like thinking back, and you like realize that. All right, I I've done shows at the Bank Street Armory. Yes, like I've been in shows at the Bank Street Armory, mm. and that's a place where Hogan wrestled. Sure, Ivan yeah. Putzky, Macho Man. You know what I mean? You're a Hogan, Ivan Putzky, Macho Man. <laughs> like those are the three names in that order that come to mind. Yokozuna. <laughs> all those guys work there. Yeah, that's a cool feeling. That is. You know. It's a historic building. It is. Webster Town Hall, too. ECW ran ECW, that. yeah. That was a cool venue. The Rainham Dog Track. I never did. I never. Did <laughs> I, never I never went to one. Was there wrestling there, though? Yeah, ECW ran there. Oh, they did? Yeah. In Rainham? Yeah. No shit. Yes, sir. Wow. I would have gone to those. Hell yeah. What's the Palladium? W- the Palladium, yeah. the advertisements for them? You yep. get so excited, like, when's Florida going to be on there? It yes. never was. And then one day, he was yeah. like, holy shit! Ca- yeah, I, I saw that when uh, I had a TV still with rabbit ears. Yeah. And they had... Uh, and it was snowy and, like, yeah. rainy. But still, late yeah, night, Saturday Tape night. Tape that shit? Oh, I stayed up. Hell yeah. I mean, I fell asleep some, sometimes, but for the most part, I stayed up, made sure, right. I watched... ECW. Absolutely. It was, it was like, remember, it was so snow, but I still taped them. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Parents, same thing. And it would yep. come on at what, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Yep. And my parents would be sleeping. And then, like, Bueller would come on, Francine, I grab my lube, and I go to my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, you could still, uh, you know, they were good looking women. 12 o'clock, one in the morning. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. My goodness. What? Oh, well, don't act like you didn't do it. <laughs> Big shot. Look at you. Well, well, well. Yeah, that, that's what, that was your uh, choice, huh? It was Joel Gertner. You're like, oh, no. shit, Joel Gertner's coming up. <laughs> Get that loop. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope he has his neck brace on today. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so here's a controversial one. How old were you when you found out that wrestling was predetermined? Oh, do you mean fake? I did not say I, that. Dude, I don't know the age. I probably my father when my father called Hogan turn and heel. No, that's that's way that's no. It was earlier than that. Way earlier than that. Okay. My father would tell me it's fake. Yeah. I was probably <laughs> um nine? Ten? Nine? Yeah, nine or Thereabouts. Ten. Yeah. Something like that. Alright. My father told me it was fake. Wow, it was your father that uh, he did broke the like, news. To uh, you. I don't know. I don't know why he said it, but it made sense because like I think I was getting like all into it and stuff, and yeah. like he was like, 
don't you think he would have moved or something like that? <laughs> like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, like or like you know, if he throws him off the ropes, he could just stop and go underneath and not come back to him. <laughs> that's a good point. Too. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. you're right. <laughs> I remember being in second grade, I think. Yeah, I was probably seven or eight, maybe. And uh, somebody told me on the playground, and I got so upset. Like, I got so upset. Was he mad because you liked wrestling? Was he like, why do you watch that shit? Yeah, that's you know really fake. Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure what it was was I had a Hulk Hogan shirt on. Yep. And the kid was, yeah, the kid was like, why do you like that? That's fake. And I'm like, it's oh, not no. fake. You saw red. I did, man. You looked at him it like. It came crashing down and it hurt inside. Right. You looked at him like he was General Adnan. You I just did. wanted to kick his ass. You. I was very upset, and oh, then yeah. I went home, and you know, I told my mom about this horrible thing that happened in school. And she did. She broke the news to me. She, <laughs> she smartened me up, brother. I don't know. She was like, she's like, oh, yeah, we have to have the talk, don't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was a rough one, man. And ever since then, you know. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Well, we, we all know UFC's fake, but wrestling's real. Of course, man. Course. What if I got totally devastated when you asked me that question? <laughs> yeah, like you just. What the hell are you out? talking like, about? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Captain Lou Albano were still alive, or Roddy Piper. They oh no, very dude. upset. Hey, you know who had the best punches in the business was mm. uh, Silvano Souza and Captain Lou Albano. Oh yes, of course. Showed me that footage. <laughs> Good lord. All right, so I kind of know the answer to this one. However, what wrestling toys did you collect, and did you have a figure fed? Figure fetish? No, like figure federation. Oh no, like I never named it. It was Foster was WWF. Okay, it was right. WWF. So I never played had creative. Made I your played WWF. No, no. Okay, you like what you made like your own wrestling promotion? From your oh wrestlers? yeah, of course, man. How could yeah. Hulk Hogan be a free agent? He can't be anywhere else but WWF. Well, you know, I ran multiple events. You know? If I had even like when the other bendies the the. The plastic figures came out. Yeah, I would never put a WWF guy in WCW ring. Really, you yeah, always no. kept them separate. Separate, man. Wow. So there was never never Hogan. a dream match. No, really, never Hogan Sting or no. I think I would have like um, a special event where like I'd put the wrestlers behind my back and be a Royal Rumble style. Okay, I'd have yeah. like two, and I like go behind my back and pick one. And I like remember getting pissed off. I didn't like the guy I picked. I throw him over my head. Like, <laughs> Son of a bitch. I want really want to like you know Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, but you could feel around, like, you know what the figure, like, feels like, and, like, the features it has, you could just feel and try to make it that. Yeah, like, what about the element of surprise? Then you want to be True. surprised what's coming out. True. Well, for Royal Rumbles, what I would do is just put them all in the ring, and then just lift the ring up and just throw it in the air, and whoever makes it, all right, these are you guys, you know? <laughs> well, and then they, well, then you do it again, and, until there's only one left. That's awful. What an awful Why? idea, but you're not playing with them. You gotta do the Royal Rumble style. You gotta put behind because you want the element of surprise. Then when you don't like the guy, you just throw it over your head. Well, that was okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hey, whatever. It is what it it's is. like. Well, oh, he's not gonna win anyway, so just yeah. omit him right now. And then like maybe a guy you'd pick, or like, oh, maybe he has potential to win this. Maybe I'll change my mind in the middle. Yeah, yeah, that happened a lot. Yeah, you know, you're pushing your own guy. Like, right. Like, wow, this guy has it. The and Gloob then, figures. Do you remember the Gloob figures? Of course. Of course, yeah. you remember them. You have like all of them. <laughs> Most right of them. there. Still missing that Lex Luger in entrance gear. Do you have the Freebirds? I have the Freebirds. That's awesome. El Gigante. Nice. Those yep. are European figures. Uh, Big Josh. Big Josh. Um, yeah, those are European. The Freebirds. Yeah. Gigante. 
UK exclusives. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes, that's the other one. Yes. But, well, as I mentioned earlier, my grandmother was the manager of the department store. Stewart's. Stewart's. So. Not Almax. Not Almax, Stewart's. So she would know when things were arriving at the store. Yep. Specifically, she would know when the, when the WWF and WCW figures, she would know the day that they would be hitting the shelves. And would, of course, relay this information to her young grandson. Right. So that I would be there when the store opened. Right. And I could go get the new Hulk Hogan. Who would, think you, who would bring you, your mother? My mom. My mom would bring me. Or even my grandmother. Right. If she wasn't working, would bring me. But I remember that specific day, my mom brought me. Uh, and it was... I remember it was for Series 2 Hasbro's. Yep. And it was the Hulk Hogan that did, like, the Hulkster hug. Yep. And, uh... <coughs> Yeah, the the day it came out, that Saturday morning, the store opened, was there, got that figure off the rack. <laughs> yes, I also got Macho King that day too. Nice. Very excited. Very excited <laughs> for that. I love how you remember the days. Like I can't. Oh, everything just runs together for me. You know what oh, I mean? Oh man, no, I remember these specifically. And then I remember one time, like I thought, like I thought I was hot shit. Like yeah. my grandmother's the manager. You know, like I would make my own like layaways. Right. Like just take things off the rack and be like, can you put this aside for me? Uh, like, like no, she's my grandmother. Like it's right. okay, and I put all this stuff aside. So like Christmas would come around, I'd be like, oh, I picked that out. I picked that. Right. <laughs> it was cool. Like it was, I was very spoiled. But I mean, it was very cool. Right. To know, like, oh, these are when these are coming out. Oh, he has a new series. A new series comes out. Oh, I can put this aside. Right. It was great. It was great to be a kid. Yeah, man. Simple times, right? I remember sitting in the manager's office. <laughs> And looking out the window, like they had this window and overlooked the entire store. You could just see everything that was going on. You saw them like unloading the WWF toys and like, like ah, there it is. I felt like Vince McMahon. You were, like rubbing your hands together like, <laughs> yeah, like too hard. Let's stretch that one. Yeah, this should all be Brett. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, here we go. Question ten. How many questions? It's like a Royal Rumble. It's gonna be thirty. Holy shit, dude. Don't worry, we're flying through them. We're flying through them. Was there ever a wrestler that scared you? Yeah, Mr. X. Mr. X. We already (laughs) had... Yeah. Alright, well, as a kid looking through, like, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, you don't like Abby, huh? That's who scared me. Wicked intimidating. Because he always had, like, the fork in his hand, whatever, in his hand, just jamming it in somebody's head, making it bleed. Like, whoa! This is getting out of hand. This kid told me it was fake, but, like, <laughs> look at this. This is disgusting, you know? So, yeah. yeah, he always scared me. I get it. So, Abdul the Butcher. Next question. Did you have any friends that you could talk wrestling with? Yeah, of course. Throughout the years, yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Like, you know, to the point where we both loved wrestling and kind of pursued it a little bit. There you go. That'll yeah. That'll come up a little bit later. Well, I'm just saying, you yeah. know. But yeah, so friends, yes. All right, good. Same thing. Same thing. Had always, always had at least one friend that was like watching wrestling, right. and you know, like when wrestling shows would come around, like parents would let me bring a friend. So it's like, oh, cool, you know. Um, but yeah, same thing. Like when I got to high school, it's like, all right, there's a big group of people that are into wrestling. Right. And I'd have parties at my grandmother's house. I remember WrestleMania 20 having a party and having like 30 kids piled in the living room. Right. It was all watching wrestling like that to me was like wow this is really cool yeah. <laughs> a wrestling bar <laughs> that'd be cool not Jimmy Hart's Tiki Bar well they tried WWE <laughs> the world right and that that's failed. right 
WWF New York Fail. in Times Square. That's too bad. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Maybe it was the location. Maybe. You know, it, you have to have something famous, like have like a famous wrestler there every so often. But like, like something they specific, did. like wings or right. But they try. Like they had the girls there and stuff. Yeah, but that's not a menu item. You said no. Have a wrestler there all the time. Okay. Yeah, but like, but have the restaurant portion be known for something specific. Right. Like, like the wow, they have, like, the most amazing wings there. They have the right. most amazing burgers there. She wanted to, like, hire Bobby Flay. Uh, sure, something. yeah. I gotcha. Bobby Flay. Flays you in the ring. <laughs> and in the kitchen. Would Leslie Cook with peanut? Oh, see? Come on. <laughs> I gotta cover my face, because then I start laughing, because I look ridiculous when I do it. It's next? Time, 12? Did, were, were you open about being a wrestling fan? Jesus Christ, dude. Why? Were you open about being a wrestling fan? Yeah, yeah like, what, like, uh, like oh, did you make it known, or, like, did you did you not wear wrestling shirts? Do you, you want to know when I public? came out of the closet of being a wrestling <laughs> no, fan? Like, no. like, specifically, like, like I knew... Was there, I, knew I was kids... never embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. All right. You were never embarrassed to be a wrestling no. fan. Okay. Until I hit high school, then I was like, eh... That's when you became embarrassed. Yeah. Really? Kind of, yeah. All right. See, I, I think that's when I was most open about it. Was high school, but I was at the same time. But yeah. I was kind of like, I don't want people to like really know I like wrestling. Okay, like I don't want the girls to know I like wrestling, <laughs> but the guys can know I like wrestling. You know what I mean? Because like the girls don't think that's cool. Yeah, well, he likes wrestling. He likes that pro wrestling stuff. But... Yeah, but we don't specifically think like ponies and fairies are cool. No, but I don't think the girls in high school thought ponies and fairies were cool either. Uh, no, what did you think? Not. What did you think they thought were cool? I don't know, like freaking piercing pagoda and fucking you piercing know, pagoda. Like, yeah, like you know, like Yvonne those and... those crazy stores, like you know, okay, Victoria's Secrets and stuff. Okay, all right. Uh, I mean, that's why I think the girls of my generation thought were cool <laughs> back in high school. But yes, to answer that question, yes, I I also wasn't shy about it. Wore the shirts, you know, right. But and you didn't care if the girls knew about it in high school, right? I could care less if they knew about it. Right. Yeah. You, you wanted a juggalette. I do. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, I ended up with a few of them. <laughs> oh, disgusting. What was the best wrestling event you've ever attended? WrestleMania 14, man. Ah, nice. It was, because it was WrestleMania. That's the only WrestleMania, WrestleMania man. That was your WrestleMania moment. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever been to. Okay. All right. See, I'm like my father was such a good dude, right? Because yeah. he took all this stuff, and he maybe he really did like wrestling. Maybe he was I'm, one of those guys that was. I'm starting to think, you know, it. he was at all these shows <laughs> and all the stuff, and he's like, ah, I hate wrestling. Maybe he was just doing it like to pick on you, toughen you up. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, I doubt it. You're making him sound like Red from that '70s show. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you watching that crap? <laughs> yeah, but then like, he like secretly watch it. Yeah, like you take my tapes and put them in. He's like, oh, thank God he taped last night's yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> it all right. So to answer this question, it's weird because it, it depends on what you consider the best, like say, wrestling show. Right. Like I think a really good experience for me was I went to a wrestling show at the Cultural Center in Fall River. It was that World One wrestling show. CM Punk was there. CM Punk, uh, Brian Kendrick, Low Key, uh, Homicide. There were, there were so many, like, name, uh, independent wrestling. Uh, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn just walking around talking to people. Steve Carino was there. 
Oh, shit. Uh, and it was cool because they they cut off the line, like, right at my group of people that were there. Like, it was me, it was it was all my friends were there, my dad brought so us. So, did you get in or not? We got in. Oh, all right. So, they we cut the, the line people. after you. Yeah, right after us, right. they cut it off. So, we were happy that we got in, but we were at the back of the building. Right. But we were so far back in the building that it was practically backstage. So all the wrestlers are just walking around. Right. I can just walk up to these people. Masato Tanaka. Right. Like. <laughs> did he try to hit you with a chair? No, thankfully he did not. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a pretty cool experience. You were telling me about this. Didn't you say CM Punk was an asshole? He was definitely, well, yeah. He was an asshole. Yeah, he was. Like, both times I met him, he was kind of. Yeah, he eh. seems pretty douchey to me. Yeah. Good wrestler, don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, he still saw, like, he still saw, I, I had this poster that my friend stole for me. Right. Of the event. Uh. And, you know, I had him sign it, but, like, he, he was standing there watching a match, and I said, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but, you know, could you sign this poster for yeah. me? Uh, you know, and he signed it. And, like, he didn't say a word, didn't even really look at me. Right. Just took the pen from my hand, signed it, and I said, oh, you know, really sorry to bug you. And he just put his hand up, like, I don't know if it was go away or don't worry about it or whatever, but right. just never said a word right. and just carried on watching this match. He probably got picked on so much in school. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. CM Punk for yeah. being a wrestling fan, or probably yeah, all of yeah. it. Wrestling okay. fan, a geek, a geek. You know, <laughs> hey nerd, you like that wrestling stuff? <laughs> it's probably a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, but like, all right, that's, that's what I was saying was like my best experience, say. But like actual like match quality wise, right. probably like a Ring of Honor event. Which one? Like, one of those two. That, that was a good was show. show man. That was a good show. Uh, I went to one specifically, though. I remember Valentine's Day 2004. Mm. So, like, all of us, like, with girlfriends, we didn't go out with them right. on Valentine's Day. We went to Ring of Honor. Did you bring your girlfriends with you? No. Oh, you no, you we didn't. We didn't. Had a date with the Ring of Honor. That, yes, we did. Okay. And it was the tournament to crown the first ever pure champion. Yep. And the finals ended up being AJ Styles against CM Punk, with Ricky Steamboat as a referee, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just an amazing show. Like the, right. the tournament itself was really good. Um, there was a really good like four way match with Samoa Joe, Loki, Dan Moff, and BJ Whitmer. But it was just a crazy match, hard hitting, right. nuts. Um, but no, that was a, I remember specifically saying, "Wow, this was a really good show." I got you, man. How about WrestleMania 14, though? That didn't do it Yeah, that was an awesome... Yeah, that was an awesome experience. Yeah. You went to 11, too, right? I went to 11 as well. Yep. Not 11 WrestleManias, but WrestleMania No, WrestleMania 11, 11 yeah. <laughs> went to the Fan Fit... Well, it was called Fan Fest, but it was like right. their version of Access. Went to that beforehand. That's where I met Freddie Blassie. Right. Uh, met Ted DiBiase and told him, Bam Bam Bigelow, better beat Lawrence Taylor because I'm a Cowboys fan, not a Giants. What would he say? <laughs> I'll tell him. Then he told you to kiss. He told you to kiss his feet. No, no, for like thanks for hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> if you want that autograph, bounce this basketball ten times. <laughs> I don't think you can do it. <laughs> Stop covering your face. I have to, or I need like a half. You're laughing face. already anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I know how ridiculous I look with my my chin tucked to my chest. Do my you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it one day. <laughs> Alright, what was the most exciting moment? What was your most exciting moment as a wrestling fan? When Hogan slammed Andre. Alright, that's the answer then. Alright, cool. 
I don't know, like, most exciting moment that I popped for? Yeah. Yeah. Probably that. But there's okay. so many. Sure. You know what but I mean? All right, all right that's, that's the first one that comes to mind, then. Right. Hogan, right. Hogan, like, turning. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy was shit. One, yeah. The one that specifically comes to mind, to me, was Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Like, that's the one I... All the way through him off the, the cage. Threw yeah. him off the cage, threw, through the cage, right. thumbtacks, all that. I yeah, like, remember thinking, like, this is way beyond what wrestling is supposed to be. Right. But uh, it was like a video game. But what about when you were, like, real young? When I was real young? Yeah. Hogan versus Warrior. Okay. That was one, and then Warrior versus Savage. Gotcha. At seven. Like, right. that, to me, was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is... this. There were so many, like, near falls there, and right. you didn't think that either one of these major names was going to retire. Right. So, that, for me, that is... All right. Okay, what was your favorite wrestling memory that you've experienced with friends? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy! No, no, it's like this, there's something that are coming like to mind, but I just uh, don't want to tell the stories. The ECW and Florida shows. Okay, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, because like we're older already. We're like juniors in high school. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're driving to the shows and stuff on okay. our own. I didn't even have parents take us, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Um, and just caused a ruckus, Going man. Going wild, All yeah. four of us wearing turbans. Yeah. Second row. Yeah, well, why did you wear turbans? Because Sabu. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you were like extremists or anything no, no, like no, that. No, 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 <laughs> um, Yeah, like, we weren't extremists, but we... Well, that's good. Yeah. But you were extreme. <laughs> we were extremely happy to be there. And then, um... We were like we were yelling at everybody. Uh, what's his face? The the bald guy there, Skull Von Crush. So I oh, kept yeah. on, you know, I kept on yelling at Skull Von Crush, telling him he sucked, dick, you know, um, <laughs> all this shit. And he <laughs> lost the match. I forgot who he worked, but then he turns around to us, so pissed off. And he's like, "Suck my fucking dick!" <laughs> <laughs> loud. You got to him that night. Oh you got to see the bars on him. <laughs> <laughs> And he's grabbing like, his... Like, he's, like you can tell where. <laughs> he's grabbing his balls. Wow, like, you got to him, man. I did. Yeah. Then I told... Uh, I, I shouldn't tell that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's for your, your memoirs when you're older. <laughs> those were good times. You were at those shows, too. Though. I was at those shows, yeah. Those, those were fun. Those were really fun. What's yours? I mean, obviously, the, the show I just mentioned, uh, the Cultural Center one, but, like, one that I wasn't at, but remember being with fans and just remember being, like, like, this is awesome, was when Eddie Guerrero beat Brock Lesnar for the title. Okay. I, I remember being, you know, being at my grandmother's. Or watch, I ordered the pay-per-view. No way out, right? No way out. There with my friends. And I remember even people that weren't wrestling fans were just... They, they popped for it. Right. Nobody thought Eddie, Eddie Guerrero was going to win. ended, dude, right? It was amazing. Didn't he pull his boot off or something? Is that the one? Uh, no. That was he, against Kurt Angle. Yeah, it was against Kurt Angle, yeah. All right. No, like Goldberg interfered, right. yes. But I still, you. you know, Eddie hit the frog splash, and he right. didn't think he was going to win, but right. he won. That's awesome. What a great moment. I mean, obviously, you know, the Chris Benoit moment is a little bit tarnished now, but that that was the party where I had like thirty people there, right, and right. we were all just like, "What? What is right. this?" So, you know, we didn't think he was gonna win, but he did. So. 
Nice. Ah, here's a good one. This next question is, have you ever dabbled in the wrestling industry? Yeah, it's, you know, we know the uh, history. I was a manager. 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 So, <laughs> little promotions here and there, um, yeah. you know, going all over New England. It was a good time from high school because, you know, we got some friends at high school. And yeah. We wanted to try it out. I thought I was a pretty good agitator. I was a heel, okay. obviously. That's great. What was your name? Was, why do we have to do this? What, what, okay, if you don't want to say your name, you don't have to say your name. Oh, it was Julius Sweet. Like okay. that's the I'm embarrassed of it. Like but why? I, why would you be embarrassed? Me. That was your character. Okay. I understand it was my character, but it was like it was, was the past. years ago. It was a lifetime ago. Sure. You know. I just don't like those guys that like to like hold on to it and, like, and you don't have like to hold on to it, don't, it don't all forget, the time you don't have to forget about it though I don't have to forget about it but like um, you know alright it was cool working with like some of those guys though sure Snooker. yeah you've mentioned your uh, Snooker story on here Tony you... Atlas yep oh, 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 Greg oh. Valentine as boring as he was <laughs> as messed up as he was yep um, Beefcake Beefcake there you go Beefcake was uh Beefer's brother yeah like he was cool to work with yeah you know whatever alright that's cool. That's Lucky cool. enough, I had to work with Bret Hart. <laughs> Slap the glasses off his face. <laughs> Maybe that would be like my inspiration to get back into it. Oh, like, just so I can be like on a, one of those shows where he shows up and sits there all lonely to sign something. Yeah, and I'll just like, I'll be like downtown uh, Bruno, and there you go, just jump him. <laughs> be like the guy at the Hall of Fame <laughs> attacking Bret Hart. No, I remember you being so excited. You were so excited. You called me. I did I never call you. Remember? <laughs> you called me. I would never. Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> You're doing the Al Bundy dance. That's it. That's it. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? Watching uh, Ring of Honor. I'm like, dude, someone just jumped right. Uh, they got him. I switched over right away, man. <laughs> that was unbelievable. It was. It's like you manifested that moment, like like that one moment in time you controlled everything in the universe, and Bret Hart was attacked when he least expected it too at the Hall of Fame. No, I would never assault someone personally, but you know, verbally, yes, yes, okay, okay. But I did love it. <laughs> attacked at the Hall of Fame. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't want to be the one to do it because he's not worth going to jail for. No, and that guy got messed up. Yeah, he, did. he got messed up. Yeah, but he wasn't thinking. He probably wasn't even thinking that. His imagine his hatred for him. Yeah, it's so much more than mine. I, that seems impossible, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, the answer to the question. I also dabbled in wrestling. I was I wrestled briefly and on and off. Uh, you know, started out as a backyarder, uh, but I was always Chris Cade. That was my name, Chris Cade. I wanted, like, a real-sounding name with something kind of sounding like, you know, kind of action starry. Gotcha. Kind of. What, even though, like, action star wasn't really my gimmick, I was always... I was actually a cocky Canadian. That oh, was my right. gimmick. Because, you know, I loved all the Canadian wrestlers. I loved Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Benoit. But did Bret Hart ever love you back, Ian? I, you know, I uh, enough to sign my back, and I got a tattoo of it. Ugh. Yep. Was he so mad? No, he wasn't mad. He was actually surprised that the first person that I had signed my back and get an autograph was uh, Terry Funk. Oh. He was like, he, like, that impressed him. I think he was surprised by it that it wasn't him. Yeah, probably. He was probably like, you know, uh, 
Ian. I really think that uh, you should have got my name before anybody else's because uh, I am, you know, I am the the best there is, the best there was, the best that ever will be. What if when he found out it was Terry Funk, he threw down the sharpie? He was like, get out! Yeah, he's get like, out! He's like, you know, uh, I, I really don't don't feel comfortable signing anything from Terry with, with Terry on it because um, you know does that he's from the double cross ranch and uh i have morals iron and i think uh <laughs> i really think i should have been the first one to uh sign you back there yep i'm trying to think of what um like when i was chris cade like i i would scream out uh-oh like that was my catchphrase was uh-oh and uh-huh. the crowd would like respond back like if i was like in a move or something right. And it, like, it seemed like all hope was lost. Like, instead of lifting my arm three times, I'd just start going, uh-oh, uh-oh. And, like, it went, like them shouting it back to me would be, like, me hulking up. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was... What if that you was... shit yourself and you're like, uh-oh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's possible. Um, I, I briefly ran my own wrestling company, yep. owned my own ring. I had pure wrestling entertainment. Um, then Uncle Wayne ruined all of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had I had a fancy belt made up that I designed that I was proud of at the time. Uh, now I'd probably change a few things, but I still wish I had that belt. But unfortunately, who has it, Danzig? No, no, I I sold it with the ring. I so you guys um, still wrestling? I forgot what the guy' name was. It was something the clown from Kentucky? Frank? No, 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 no. no. Bozo? No, he was like crusty. He, he was a juggalo. Um, oh Jesus! I knew it. Uh, used to hang Psycho the Clown, I think what it was. Yeah. Psycho the Clown. Okay. From Kentucky. Well, it was spelled with a K. Yes. I bet it was. Yes. Of course it was. Yes. So. Stupid idiot. But yes, I I had PWE for a while, uh, and I started that in high school with my friends Adam and Danny. Yep. So Danny Love and Adam was Locust. Uh-huh. And I was Chris Cade. Um, had a few matches with Locust. Danny was more so my tag team partner. Uh, then how come you know, never asked me to work for you? you I didn't talking? know you. I didn't know you personally. Bullshit! You used to go to the shows. I did go to the shows, but I didn't know you personally. So what? Did you not think I was good enough? Were you were like, a heel. And you didn't have heels there. There was no storylines. No, we lines. did. We did. Yeah. No, I should have. You're right. I should have. A little offended. I had. I had the raging bull there. Uh, yep. Manny Fernandez. Well, no, not Manny Fernandez. <laughs> no, no, he would never, never work for me. But yeah, no. I'm uh, so we we started PWE in high school, and I remember at pep rally, uh, junior year, we tried to like get PWE into, you know, the pep rally, but they the school would not support it. I don't blame them. No. So <laughs> afterwards, we did like our own thing. Like we took it over. Like right. w- once it was done, we all like got in a big group and started chanting PWE and shouting. And like one, like the place just emptied out, right. and like one lonely football player. Like stood there. It was like a scene out of the Sim- uh, like out of the Simpsons. He was like, "PWE sucks." <laughs> and literally, like a stampede, we all charged at him. Like we all charged at him. He ran to the locker room where the rest of the football team was. But luckily, like me and Locust knew like the captain of the football team, and we were like, "Look, like." He was like, "Guys, we'll take care of it. We'll right. take care of it." And like we were fuming. Like we we wanted to fight this kid. Right. We were gonna decimate this kid. But, you know. I love how you like me and Locust. Me and Locust. <laughs> <laughs> That's who it was, man. He was intimidating. He actually, uh, for his entrance, he had spark. He held, like, these, like, smoke bombs. 
when he came out, he had these big, like, industrial gloves on. Oh. The lights went out, had these big gloves on, and put these smoke bombs in his hands, so all you would see is just, like, the smoke. <laughs> we want the smoke. Could you imagine me working for that company? Oh, you would tear it apart. You would have te- <laughs> tore it apart. Uh, I can tell you the card for the first show I promoted. Imagine me bitching about that. Like, I wouldn't have known you back then, but yeah. imagine, like, me now as a person. Oh, yeah, you would have heckled us like crazy. <laughs> we had the first match was... Chaotic Theory, which yeah. was our luchador, against Big Man Lou. Monsieur Lou? <laughs> Big Man Lou, that was his name. We were going to go with Baba Lou, yeah. but then we were like, no, let's start him off as Big Man Lou. Um, and Chaotic Theory won that. Then we had uh, AJ Hype beat the superstar Sean Jagman, right. and with special guest referee Graham Cracker. Did any of the these guys rapper. train, like, anywhere? Like, even afterwards? Nobody really went on to anything. No. No, but, like, did no one went to, like, a wrestling school? Well, here's not? the thing, is we, we uh, Dave Oliveira let us use his ring. Right. So we we just, like, we, we go there so every you day. You yourselves as pretty much in the ring, yeah. Didn't only work for the Hardy Boys, though. I yeah. know. It didn't, it didn't work out for us. Like, you still need didn't to work out for us. and stuff. I, I, I've seen the error in my ways, Brian. Right. But at the time... Even I went for training. I was a freaking well, manager. Well, I mean, I, I did some training. Like, I, I trained with Kyle Storm. Okay. But I never really did anything. Like, I never right. did anything with it. I, right. You know, I, Even I did like my own thing. I always, wanted, I always wanted to do my own thing. That, that was my thing. I just wanted to do my own thing. Didn't want to work for anybody. Why wouldn't you want to work for, like, Chaotic or, like, any I, I never stuff? Uh, be, like, because I never felt like my ideas would get used. And they wouldn't, but that's part of being... Yeah, like Bret Hart. I know. At you the want... time, at the time, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and I felt like obviously the only way I could do that was to do my own thing. You realize you're like 120 pounds soaking wet. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I I don't know why. Like, and for the longest, like in my yearbook, I I put you know it's a future aspirations. I put I'm going to be a WWE wrestler. And, not, and never, not with that attitude. I, I well, I, but that's at the time I thought I thought oh yeah I got this I got this. Uh, like um like uh, how um, could you think that sensation you, you know how could you think that like you I'm a wonderkin I'm sure you know Jesus <laughs> I'm sure you knew about like N- NWA and promotions yeah. like that and, and chaotic and, I was so stubborn Brian even so Primal stubborn. Conflict like I know. even they drew like a little bit of a I, I wanted to get into Primal Conflict though I did I did right. but, but never happened but never did you happened. even try no that's the thing is no I never did uh, because I so thought so you thought what you were doing was the right thing to do that's what I thought. That's awful. I thought that was going to be the way that I would get myself over is doing my own even at matches. 17, even at 17 years old, yep. when I first started, I knew that like I had to go through somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, I, I started I was 15. All right, Ian, but still. Like, I wasn't mature enough. I didn't have the right attitude, obviously, and that's why I never made it. Right, but like you never tried to like go to a wrestling school and learn how to do it properly. And I should have. And like and I from there is when you get into a company because like normally... Yep. They're associated yeah. with someone. Yeah. No, I was... I, honestly, I, I was so stubborn. That's that's what I thought. That's what I thought it was going to take to make it. That's crazy. And I never made it, obviously. I still remember my first match. My first match... What was your first match? ...was actually when... um, My first show. So I came out. Yeah. Managed a guy. um, My best friend. And... Drop his name. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, we did a show. And you wouldn't lower he, him to he, this smut. He went over, and then the two guys that you know the other guy had a manager, but like his manager was Derek Destiny, 
and uh, it was Brother Breaker and Dark Destiny. They wanted to do a, a match with us later on with you know, his, him and his guy and me and, you know, my buddy. Yeah. And, of course, they had to go over on us. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but course. it was, like, it was scary. Cause I didn't have no training at all. Yeah. There was zero training. Yeah. I hear you, man. It's... So, that match was the shit. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Well, hey, that's wrestling, I guess, yeah. you know. It is. There's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff. Um, okay, here's semi-easy one that we've discussed. What is your favorite match and why? Hogan Orndorff. Saturday Night's Main Event. Saturday Night's Main Event. Steel Cage. Steel Cage. Land at the same time. We've gone over this a hundred times. But my other one is Hogan Andre. Okay. Yep. Because WrestleMania three, right? Sure. Hogan body slammed the giant. Yep. It's never been done before, even though it yep. has been a hundred times. Yes. But yep. the build-up for that, right? Awesome. Awesome. But as far as the match goes and, mem- like, remembering... Yeah. The match, specifically, Hogan yeah. on the off. Yeah. I could keep watching that match. I still want to know who landed first. Yeah. It was a tie. And as we always know, Hulk Hogan would not be the champion if Mr. Wonderful was bald. <laughs> That's right. He did say that. Good old Jesse Lyon. My absolute favorite match all time, WrestleMania 13 submission match, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jeez. as my all-time favorite match. Uh, some people like cucumbers uh, milked. No, somebody like cucumbers better pickled. Uh, whatever. But as a kid, I definitely thought uh, Savage Warrior was the best it got. Yeah? Yep, that's what I thought was just... well, I guess we could refer back to that uh, the matches episode that we have on here, right? Yes, of course. Great episode. Those two must be on there. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, what's your most embarrassing moment as a wrestling fan? Probably when uh, May Young showed her boobies. Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. Or when she gave birth to a hand. Yeah, that was rough too. A lot of attitude error moments. Weird, yeah, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. I was in high school, see, there you go. Yeah. And that's when I was like, eh, maybe they shouldn't know I like this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, re- <laughs> I remember the during the attitude era, the episode at the end where, uh, where Kai and Ty, they... They drag Val Venus backstage, oh, and, and he's cut hanging us. up like naked. Right. And Yamaguchi Sons got the. Was he like I cut a cut of your PP? Choppy choppy your PP. I remember it was during the summer, so I didn't have to, you know, uh, I didn't have school in the morning, so I could right. stay up late. And I, I remember my grandma walking down the hall as that was happening. Right. She's <laughs> like, "Wow, what are you watching?" <laughs> Like, is that that Japanese porno? <laughs> naked people on the TV. What if he was like, I choppy choppy your pee pee. All of a sudden you heard, indeed. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have gotten kind time more over. Absolutely. So you don't have like a really embarrassing. Yeah, May Young. Oh, was, oh okay. Give him words to a hand. And okay. That, yeah, like, think about it. Yeah. You want girls to know when you watch that shit? Yeah, that's, yeah, you definitely Yikes. don't want that. Don't well, want that. My ex put up with it, whatever. You know, well, was... yeah. <laughs> just like my wife puts up with it. Now. I was just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> at times, but I have you guys over. She does, but sure. like, if it's just like how much watching at home, it's more like background noise. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Um, all right, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but who is your all-time favorite wrestler? On Anderson. Arn Anderson. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Love Arn Anderson. All right. I thought I thought you were gonna say Hulk Hogan, but. 
Well, wrestler, like, technician, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But Arn Anderson. Well, like now. Up, Hogan. Now I can appreciate Arn Anderson, man. Okay. All right. He was just a badass. He is. You know? But yeah, I guess you could say Hogan is, too, because... Sentimental reasons, probably. Right. But... I always I, I always say my favorite wrestler besides Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I guess. You know? Because Hulk Hogan's a... For us, Hulk Hogan's a given. Yeah. But, like, in Carolina, it's probably Flair, It's huh? probably Flair, Down yeah. South. Or Dusty. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. I mean, I, obviously, for me, beyond Hogan, it's got to be either Savage or Terry Funk. Funk. Right? Oh, Pillman. Pillman, too. Yep, Pillman, too. Well, you can't have three. I know, it's tough. It's only one. Pick it's one. Tough. Pick one. I think I got to go Savage. Yeah. I think I got to go Savage, just based on the gimmick, sentimental reasons, and because I could watch his matches nonstop. Right. So that that would be my answer for that one. So, All right, we're almost there, Brian. We're almost there. Who is your least favorite wrestler right now? Yes. Well, I think you know that, but is that how fair? about it? Is that fair? It's a reason for you to voice your disgust for your least favorite wrestler, Bret Hart. Yes. I I voice my disgust plenty of times. You keep on trying to set me up. They're going to get sick of hearing it. <laughs> no, man, that's our moneymaker. No, that's like South Park's, oh my god, they killed Kenny. Like, that's our trademark, is you hating Brett. Yeah, but it can't be every show. Like, it's going to get old. Not if it's only for a few moments. I, I've already done it. I've already done it. I, I, I told you. All right. He's just a big bitch. <laughs> you see? There you go. That's what we wanted. But that's what it, that's, but that's all it comes down to. He's yeah. just a big bitch. All he does is bitch. <laughs> right? That's all he does. Yeah. And that is why Brian hates What was he saying like in that interview I sent you the other day? I don't know that he even does now or even cares that he cost me. Literally, honestly, cost me $16 million. Oh, Goldberg. Goldberg. And, yeah. and ended my career. Bill Goldberg kicked me in the head um, and ended my <laughs> career. It was such a lousy way to go because I didn't know lousy, lousy thinking. I hate when people use the word lousy. When I did go home, and it took me a year to find out that my career was over. And right around the time I found out that I couldn't, like my doctors told me that I could never wrestle again. Then the WCW fired me. Fired. But from the day I got hurt, he says my million dollar salary got cut. Every week it got cut in half. Wow. Maybe a legal team sucked. Kept getting cut in half till. <laughs> Alright Brett, we'll sign you for zero dollars right. uh, A little lousy deal Lousy again, he loves that word lousy Yes he does You know what I think I think yeah. you're a lousy businessman Brett <laughs> Well I've already said my least favorite wrestlers Who is it? Ronnie Garvin Disco Inferno oh, that's right. Buff Bagwell Why Buff though? Can't stand him yeah. Can't stand ya <laughs> the jerk store called. <laughs> I've just never liked it. Like I've always just thought, like, wow, that guy's a douche. Like that, nah. Even though you didn't know him personally, no, I never knew him personally. But just seeing him, I'm like, nah. That's how I, I feel about Bret Hart. I don't like him. I don't like his face. Right. That's how I feel about him nowadays. Yep. Okay. You know? But Ronnie Garvin. Ronnie Garvin. Okay. So I guess Bret Hart's like my Hulk Hogan's favorite wrestler. Like my favorite wrestler is Hulk Hogan. That goes without saying. Bret Hart's my least favorite wrestler. That goes without saying. So okay. The guy other than Bret Hart, Ronnie Garvin. All right. All right. Makes sense. As a wrestling fan, what is the biggest misconception about wrestling fans? Um, that we're all geeks, I guess. Okay. Or nerds. I don't think I'm a, I'm a nerd or a geek. No. 
But you would think once people find out that you're a wrestling fan, that's what they would think about you. What? No. That you're a, a geek or a I like to think they would think they'd want to aspire to be like me. Like, okay. it's okay to like wrestling because I'm okay. like Brian, you know? Okay. He's not a nerd or a geek. All right. All right. Know? I guess, yeah. I guess I, I guess I have the same response, but I think it would also be, you know, people saying, you know, don't you know that's fake? Like, right. You know? What? Like, Brian got his lube for Francine and, and Dawn Marie. <laughs> you know? I'll be like him. All right, next question here. What is your favorite wrestling promotion of all time? WWF. 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 Yep. Nineteen eighty-two to two thousand two. If you say so, <laughs> I'll trust you. I go with ECW. Oh yeah. Always ECW, ECW man. Yeah. Always goes back to that. Because that—that's like what when I was really like, yes, this is this is my wrestling. This is everything I've wanted. I understand that, but like. Don't you have to look at what you were watching when you first got into it? When like, you could think that way. Do you think? All right. So, if you weren't watching that product and you first saw ECW, do you think you become an ECW fan off the rip? I do because I always liked wrestling, and it just so it's like different genres of music, right? Or different flavors of soda or or drinks right. or whatever. In you know, case, I just love... so happen to like that flavor, ECW. Fago, like, that was your favorite. Which, <laughs> it all goes back to Juggalos, huh? Jeez. Well, I mean, they had a huge impact on ECW. Not really, but they made the uh, the J Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yes, they did. Shit Wrestling, yes. whatever the hell they called it. Yes. And they used, like, all that. How is that legal? They'd use their footage and would put their own names in on oh, it. Oh, the Strangle Mania videos? Yeah. Yeah. Like Cactus Sack and... Yeah, and Terry shit. Drunk. Yeah. I think they did get sued for that. They did. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, yeah. they did. <laughs> you, guys were, you guys were rebels, you juggalos. That was a bunch of juggalos in the courtroom, like, you know, petitioning yeah. for them to get let off. Yeah, they did, like, a march to the White House. <sighs> Awful. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't want people to think I was that. Okay, yep. Like, yep. juggalos, like, wrestling. Yes. Oh, Brian's not a juggalo, is he? <laughs> no, Brian's his own man. I want to aspire to be like him. Yeah, that's true. That You know, now that you say that, that could be a big misconception. It's not all wrestling fans... Our juggalos. juggalos. Right. Yeah. And like Fago Soda. Yes. So I'm certainly not a juggalo. And face paint and all that. Or a juggalette. Or a juggalette. Neither have I ever seen a juggalette. <sighs> yeah. What? No, nothing. Um, <laughs> do, you have, do you have one of those juggalo tattoos on your body? No, no. The hatchet man? Yeah. You no, didn't go I that don't. far. Are I you don't. sure? Did you cover it up? Positive I don't. Positive I don't. <laughs> don't worry. I don't. What is your favorite wrestling? I wouldn't think less of you. You no, did. but I, I'm telling you, I don't have a you juggalo. Embarrassed, you're embarrassed of it. You do have. I it. don't have a juggalo tattoo. I don't believe I it. I don't have a juggalo tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite wrestling event of all time? WrestleMania three. Okay. Gotta be. Okay. I say barely legal. Cool. First ECW show. Yeah. To me, that. Not it's... necessarily because it. The wrestling was the best, but just because I felt the best watching it. Like, wow, this company that started from nothing made it. It, That, to me, sentimental reasons. But really, WrestleMania 17. In WrestleMania, I mean, uh, Bailey Legal was the reason you felt like you were doing the right thing. Uh, Yes. (laughs) You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. That's that's what inspired me. Or the thought of Terry Funk, like, I admire that. I admire you, being uh, a wrestling <laughs> rebel. Your aspiration was to get Terry Funk to work for your promotion. Yeah, man, I totally wanted to. Totally did. 
Well, if you want my honest opinion, <coughs> I, I think you're all nuts. <laughs> so, yes, those, uh, but yeah, WrestleMania 17, Crazy. otherwise, yeah. would be my favorite match quality wise. Right. Or just the way everything flowed together. Well, that that card, top to bottom, was like insane. Yeah, I just remember WrestleMania three having a shitload of matches. Oh yeah, and, and when you look back upon it, I mean, Savage Steamboat, greatest Lord, match of all time. Lord Littlebrook was on Lord, that show. <laughs> yes, he was. Did you ever see interviews with Lord Littlebrook? I have not. Hilarious, because he's like a genius. Really? He, he's like, like a very well spoken. I believe he's from New Zealand, either New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. And, like, you just wouldn't expect it from Laura Littlebrook. <laughs> like, wow. Like, this is, a, like, a... This is, like, a scholar, you know? Like, wow. I will get Pateras in a few Classic. Classic. Ken Patera telling Andre the Giant stories and his phone keeps going off. <laughs> Find fucking it. phone off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. All right, we're almost done, Brian. I promise we're almost done. If you could sit down and have a conversation with any wrestler, past or present, who would it be? Uh, has to be a wrestler. Could be a manager. Could be Vince McMahon. Sure. Awesome. That's your pick. Give Vince me five McMahon. hours of Vince McMahon's time. Okay. okay. And, like, you know, not having me an asshole and not want to be there. Yeah. Like, I didn't win tickets to, like, meet him or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, he generally, genuinely wants to be there talking to me and yeah. answering my questions. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have two picks. I can't pick one because they're both equal for me. Uh, one, of course, Terry Funk, but the other one would be Paul Heyman. All right. I think that would be very interesting. You Hopefully, wanna... he tell me the truth. Right. That's the thing, right? Like, maybe have him hooked up to a lie detector. Okay. <laughs> both of them at the same time. Imagine that. Like, we're just asking questions. So, like, I'll ask Vince a question first, and you yeah. ask. Paul a question. Oh, okay, yeah. And then Paul's like, you are lying, sir! <laughs> <laughs> and they just, like, start getting into it. Like, Shut up! <laughs> I plead the fifth! <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, if Vince answers something that Paul knows he's lying about, okay, he would be like, you know, sir, you are lying. <laughs> it was 25,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vince is getting all pissed off. She wants to strangle him. Because, okay, here's a good moment right here. The ECW documentary that WWE put out, yeah. uh, they interviewed Eric Bischoff, and he said, we never stole any talent from ECW. This is all in Paul Heyman's head. And then it cuts to Paul Heyman, and he says, Eric Bischoff is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What is your favorite moment from a live event that you've attended? Probably Skull Von Crush telling me to suck his Okay. Because <laughs> at that moment, I knew I really, really got to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, and Corey was uh, yelling lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can see that would, uh, that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Um... I think in, like, I, I guess I gotta go the sentimental route, was I like the first time I was able to pay for and bring all my siblings and my dad to to a show. Right. Like, that to me, like, alright, this is awesome. This right. is awesome right here. This is what wrestling's all about, is just seeing people happy. And I paid the way for them. Right. Cool. And when we all, I paid for all of us to go meet Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Pawtucket. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
at, at that at um McCoy well, McCoy. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, McCoy. All right. Uh, at one of those big time wrestling shows. Right. So I paid for all of us to go, and I paid for all of us to meet Mick Foley because I just thought we all like Mick Foley. Is that the like, same event that Bret Hart, Bret Hart was at? No, it wasn't. I don't know if he was. I don't think that I was the same. Remember, Bret event. Hart was at one of them. Yeah, and I, and was, I yeah. thought you were going to run on the field. Yeah, but he he had that demolition with him. Mm. He was scared. Remember, right. he had acts of smash so. with him. He had demolition. He was with all him. nervous, dude. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I would never do that because I would never waste a night in jail for that idiot. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so Brian, we have five more questions. We're almost Holy there. Holy shit. Almost there. It's like the end of the Royal Rumble. What? Oh, and that might be the answer to this question, actually. What event do you look forward to most on the yearly wrestling calendar? Royal Rumble, yeah. Royal Rumble, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of unanimous. Because you you find out where your uh, potential WrestleMania main event's going to be. Yeah. It's fun That's to true. see, like, the, the guys coming out. Like, Very exciting. Even though, yeah. like, the past years haven't really been great with, you know... Oh, I don't know. I think this past year was excellent. You think, like, surprises, though? Uh, all right, I'm no, talking no, about that. surprises. Like, remember, right. like, back, you know, like, oh, my, you know, Triple H came back. Yeah. Or Cena John came Cena. back. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, Rey Mysterio wins, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, that stuff... Or Nash came out like not too long ago. AJ Styles. Yeah, that, AJ Styles. That was a that shit's one. cool. But yeah. you don't have that too much now. Yeah. Maybe like with AEW being true bigger, maybe they'll have like something like that. And even like maybe now Triple that H. Triple H is in right. charge. Mostly SmackDown tonight. There's gonna be some surprises. Yeah, her brain might come back on uh, Clash of the Castle. We'll see. See what happens. Here's an interesting one here. What are your favorite memories of meeting wrestlers? Terry Daniels. That is an awesome story. <laughs> an awesome story. <laughs> it has to be because, like, that's the first thing I think about when I think of a wrestler. <laughs> like, I've met, I've met Brutus. I've met Snooker. Snooker was awesome, dude. Yeah. No, all right. So, the first thing I think about is Terry Daniels because, like, I was so excited to meet a wrestler, and that's who came out of the limo. Whatever. <laughs> like, but Snooker, when I when we worked, yeah, and like. Man, a lot of the guys I used to, you know, wrestle with and stuff like that, they were so given because they were veterans, you know, like in that company. It wasn't, you know, they didn't make it anywhere, but still. Yeah. So he was working snook and he was like, no, man, he's like, you're managing me. He's like, you're going to get take all the heat tonight, you know, he's like, and you're going to lay out for the splash. Yeah. He's like, you want to do it? I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. when am I ever going to take the snooker splash again, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. It was in Middleborough. I remember it. And um, me and me and snooker outside were having a cigarette. And he was like, all right, brother. He's like, you know, I'll take this. And I was like, no, man. Like, I've never taken this, you know. And he goes, all right. So he, he, he literally, like, laid down. He was he had no shirt on. He had his joggers on. Yeah. Laid down on the concrete. We're outside uh, on the, you know, pavement. And he did half a sit-up. And he was like, you just do this. And he's like, I'll land on my forearms and my knees. He's like, you won't feel anything. Wow. So uh, that was really cool of him to show me out there. Absolutely. And then I... Talked to my buddy about it. I was like, yeah, I'm like, holy shit, man. I'm taking this, you know, the splash night. He's like, ah, good for you, man. Yeah. I think he was working Jonah of MTV's Tough Enough that night. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, that's a funny story, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so he's like, yeah, he's like, I've taken the splash. He goes, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, he told me how to do it. He goes, yeah, bullshit. He goes, stiff as fuck. Really? Yeah. Man, when, like, he gave me the headbutt and I bumped for him, I'm he got on the top rope, and you're looking up there. You don't think it's that high. Yeah. But when you're looking up, this guy's got a crazy eye, and he's doing that I love you thing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, it's so high up. 
Yeah. And he did it. I did the. I didn't feel a thing, man. That's awesome. Like not a thing. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was awesome. That's what snooker. All right. So I have my favorite story about meeting a wrestler. So I took Danny to Boston for his birthday. We can do anything you want. What do you want to do? We go up to Boston, and it's for uh, an Impact TNA show. Okay. But we're up there, and we meet who I don't realize we're meeting is Brooke Hogan. Oh, yeah. Brooke Hogan sees me and gets excited. Right. And I'm very confused because, you know, why is this tall, attractive blonde, like, really excited to meet me right, right. now? Because she thinks I'm Ed Sheeran. And at the time, I don't even know who Ed Sheeran is. Right. But she actually thinks I'm Ed Sheeran. She says, "Oh, I'm I'm starstruck." She's like, "I was just listening to you in the in in the car," and I'm like, "Who do you think I am?" You know? And she's like, "Oh, you're Ed Sheeran," and I'm like, "No." You um, should have gone with it, man. I know, but I didn't know who Ed Sheeran was. So what? Wow. She probably didn't even know we had an accent. She probably just knew his song. Hey, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, well, yeah, but he didn't even know who he was either. But it was. I good, didn't know though. who he was back then either. Yeah, but it was good though because that was my end. She's like, "Oh," she's right. like. Well, you're here to meet my dad. And at the time, I don't know it's Brooke Hogan. I'm like, right, well, who's right. your dad? She's like, oh, my dad's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so she introduces me to the Hulkster. And I'm like, and I'm starstruck. And she says, oh, well, what's your name? I said, my name's Ian. Right. So she leads me over to Hulk Hogan. Right. And he's there, and he, like he's on his phone. And he's like... He's like, Brooke, you don't want to meet your friends, Brooke. <laughs> She's like, Dad, this is my friend Ian. He's like, all right, brother, nice to meet you. And I'm like, no, like, no I don't want the shtick right now or nothing. Like, right. you need to understand. Like I was saying before, like, I need to have this moment right now. And right. I told him, like, in this moment, like, you need to understand, like, you were my hero growing up. Like, I took vitamins shaped like you. Like, you don't, ha- you don't get this moment often right. to meet your heroes. And I made sure that I let him know, like, this means so much to me right now so I told him like you know this is crazy but can you sign my back so that I can get an autograph of right. it? and he's like you serious brother you sure you want to do this brother and I'm like yeah of course I do was he at first no Terry Funk oh so what did he say when he saw Terry Funk okay so I can I'll go back to the Hogan story but okay. Terry Funk when I first met Terry Funk no, I, no, no, I, I'm saying like what did Hogan say when he saw that he had Terry Funk on there oh he was like whoa you have Terry Funk Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have Terry Funk, I have Bret Hart. He says, Jesus. He says whoa, you're Bret Hart, huh? Woof, woof. Did he say that? He, I swear to That's God he did. Awesome. I swear he did. See, I love yeah. Hogan even more now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Bret Hart, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, no, but when I met Terry Funk, like, Terry Funk was the first one, that was the whole reason I started this whole right. tattoo project was Terry Funk. I said, will you please sign my back so I can get a tattoo of it? He's like, you want me to sign your ass? <laughs> Like, no, I didn't say backside. Like, no, Terry. no, no, no. I said, my back, my back. Oh, I thought you wanted me to sign your ass. <laughs> He's going to come looking for you. He doesn't want people, he might. He doesn't want people into, uh, imitating them. But it was funny because uh, as he signs one side of my back and he goes, no, no, no. It, it didn't come out good. I, I don't want you to get it. It didn't come out good. And this whole time, Harley Race is peeking over to see what's going on. What on earth, what on God's green earth is going on over there? Oh, he wants me to tattoo his ass. 
<laughs> so I'm like, please, please, Mr. Funk, like, please. I came all this way to see you. I, you know, please. Um, and he looks at my dad and he's like, how do you feel about this? My dad's like, hey, he's my son. He's, you know, whatever. He, I'm happy with whatever he wants to do. He, Your dad pulls off his shirt. He's got Billy Jack Haynes <laughs> autograph. <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes. Oh, my, my dad was a big uh, Mill Maskers fan. <laughs> a big Mill Maskers tattoo on his back. But um, Terry Funk was like, seriously, seriously, you really want this for the rest of your life? And I'm like, yes, I do. I want nothing more. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, everybody in the room is just staring, like, because I've taken way too much of this man's time. <laughs> um, it's like, all right, I'll try again, but you got to promise me if it doesn't come out good, you're not going to get a tattoo of it. <laughs> so he signs it, and he's like, I don't think it's good. And I'm like, no, Terry, as long as the shape of your signature's there, it's fine. You're crazy, but, but all right. And I did. I went that night. and Yeah. My friend, the witch doctor. R.I.P. He, uh, he, 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 he did most of the, the ones on my back. Jesus. But going back to the Hogan one, Hogan signs Hulk Hogan huge across my right. back. Hulk Hogan, for life, NWO, oh, no. too sweet, all down my spine and everything. And Brooke is like, Dad, that's really going to hurt. He's like, no, he's a Hulkamaniac, brother. He's going to get it. And I'm like, no, I'm probably just going to get the name. Like, And, uh, yeah, so I got that. Went to the tattoo shop two days later. Right. Two days later, it was, like, coming off and stuff, but it was, it was there. And uh, I got the tattoo, and... I, I created a Twitter account specifically so Hulk Hogan would see how this tattoo came out. Right. And tweeted him the picture of it. And he said, he said something like, uh, too sweet, NWL, Hulkamaniac, for life. I'm like, yes, like this was all worth it. So yeah, that was my Hulk Hogan story. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, and, and Hogan, he, he brought a photographer in. He's like, oh, let's take a picture of this brother. Here, take a picture with me. It was it was a really cool moment. They say never meet your heroes, but I'm telling you, Hulk Hogan far exceeded yeah, that's awesome. my expectations. Right, like that was too cool. It's like the time I met Pee Wee Herman. He was my hero. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, three more questions, Brian. What are your thoughts on modern day wrestling? Um, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, the magic is gone. It's gone, but like it's it's a habit now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's pretty much what it is, right? Because so. th that little spark of magic is still there. And you think at any given moment, it could be awesome. Well, it always goes back to what McMahon said. Anything can happen. Anything and you can want happen. that anything can happen. You yeah. want Like, I want to see Bray come back, even though I know he's kind of gone to. Yeah. But, like, you want to see if it's real, right? Yeah. And I wouldn't have it done there, because now everyone's talking about it. True. So you just True. do it somewhere else. But you want, I like I like the element of surprise. Okay. I'd like, oh my God, like, you know, D'Angelo Dawkins just turned it on Montez Ford, you know? Ah. I mean, it hasn't happened, but yeah. you want to like, you're like, all right, so that was a cool moment. If done sure. right. If done right, yep. Like well, the, think about SummerSlam that just happened when Brock takes the tractor and yeah, flips the ring. Man, like, exactly. wow, like, this is why I'm a wrestling fan. Yes, like, but that whole show was actually that, really good. That was a great know? show, top to bottom, yeah. Right. I actually put my, my phone down to watch it. Brody yes. watched it with me, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that was a big event. Um, Go Triple H. Yeah. I think great it's gonna, show. I think it's going to be better with I him. do, too. The, I, I, he just can't get the uh, Tony Khan syndrome and sign everybody yeah. back. Look, yeah. this, the ones he got back... Loomis, I think, was a good dog. Uh, oh, definitely. He's got that's, the size. that's a cool character. But I'm they also need to get rid of, like, 
is two hundred five live even still a thing? I don't think so. I think that that's gone. So like all those guys need to go. Yeah. You know they still have NXT UK. Right. That needs to stop. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, anyway. They need to focus on what they have and not necessarily branch out yet. Right. Right. Exactly. You, you have to make your product must see again. Right. Exactly. And you can't do that when you're spreading yourself thin no. with all these different sub-genres here. Right. Like, uh, that Joe Gacy, those two guys he's got with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, why? Just get rid of them. There's, there's yeah. people they don't need. Yeah. Hey. And a lot of the women can go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, not to be like that, but, you know, there are, I mean, Becky Lynch is still a great worker. Sure. Right? Um, Sasha Banks, get her back. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, like Liv Morgan as a champion. No, you don't believe it, huh? She's, I mean, she's hot. Hell yeah, <laughs> love to look at her. Okay, but she can't. I don't think. She, I'm not gonna say she can't because she couldn't. She wouldn't be there. But right. she's not a great wrestler or worker. You know. Okay. Ronda Rousey, like, does she love it though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she can be great. Sure. She showed flashes. Yeah. Yep. But I think you really have to like love the business. I I agree. Yeah. To, uh, this is my opinion. All right, so we agree on that. What is your hope for the future of wrestling? Um, I'd like to see WWE work more together with other companies. All right, yep. Like, work with AEW. Yeah, cares. literally make anything possible. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Maybe have that one WrestleMania. Where it really is the showcase of the Immortals. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, like that's WrestleMania, I, but then I guess like AEW totally would have to like they have to win some AEW. No, but like some. kiss their ass, right? Because yeah, AEW is gonna like on their granddaddy of them all. So you kind of figure like WWE's gonna, gonna win it all the time, but maybe have a surprise. Yeah, sure. Have Somebody, two nights. That even that'd be even more nights. reason to have two there nights. You go. Yeah. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. one for the you know AEW title, one mm-hmm. for a WWE title, or that'd be good. This I don't know. Something crazy. Just to make it must-see. Right. I, I keep saying that, but, you know, like, really, like, you have to you have to put together a show that's like, I cannot miss the initial showing of this right. event. I have to watch this live. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if they did uh, Okada versus Cena back in the day? Oh, yeah. When they, they yeah. could have done it. Just yeah, that'd be all huge. All those matches they missed huge. out on. Yep. No, they... I yeah. So my response is the same. Just like, make the impossible possible. Yeah. Just even trades. Make trades in wrestling. How cool oh, that'd be that great. Be? Bring you back know? the territories. That that might be a way to bring back the territories. Yeah. It's like, all right, send this guy to Ring of Honor for a little bit. You know, because say say somebody needs to improve their submission skills, or maybe they're known for their submission right. skills, and they'd be better suited for that. But it would make the wrestlers like gypsies again, right? Because True. now you're going to Ring of Honor, so. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta go to Philly, or you know, oh, we're gonna send him to freaking Florida or whatever. But you know maybe, what I mean? But maybe some guys want that. Yeah, but I think a lot of guys have like home lives nowadays. Yeah, I think that the home mm-hmm. lives are a lot more than what they were back then. Okay, where guys didn't care because they were partying, stomping coke, and you know. yeah, it was a different world. Yeah, yeah. right. Yep. It was. It's definitely different. Everything's different. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the final question. We finally come to question number 30. The end here. This has got to be our longest show ever. Oh, it's definitely going to be. Where are we at? Two hours? Just about. Wow. 
But I think this is a good one. I think this has been a good one. Where, where we don't, we, you know, it's just aimless talk. It's, yeah, it's conversations. Conversation. Yep. This one, f- it, it flowed very freely. We knew it was going to be like a, a loose episode. Tell you what's going to flow, flow freely when they get <laughs> off this couch. <laughs> after the after the wings, <laughs> we got to get wings I'll after take a this. Piss. <laughs> Final question: Why are you a wrestling fan? Um, magic. You want the magic. Yep. But it's not magic anymore because we know it. No, but like we just said, look at SummerSlam that just happened. Right. I think I think the that little spark was reignited that right. night, at least for me. And and now that Vince McMahon's gone, Triple H is in charge. It's it's the it's the dawning of a new era. It's it's yeah. exciting again to be a wrestling fan. And appreciation, like yeah. Maybe these guys will go out there and uh, actually like have the matches they wanted to have. Yes, no restrictions. Right. I think Triple H can get like that Bobby Lashley and Ciampa, Ciampa match. Yeah. Kind of name. Yep. Bobby Lashley's not known for being a great wrestler, a great worker. No. But I thought that was a great match. Yeah, no strings, let him go. Yeah, absolutely. You know. <clears throat> yeah. So that that I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me as well. Just the um, I I love the art. Of wrestling, just that style right. that I, I guess you call it a fighting style, but just the presentation of it. There's you know four ring posts, a mat, ropes. Right. I like that's what I like. Red, white, and blue ropes are the best. Red, ones. white, and blue ropes, absolutely. <laughs> Those are the best ropes. Um, but yeah, like that's I, I like the excitement of the competition, um, but I love the story of it too. Right. So, Sometimes, right? Yeah. Like the stories. It was so much better back in the Attitude Era. Sure, yeah. But like now the story is kind of like... Like you said, when they stole the dog yes. from the British Bulldogs, there was a reason to fight. Exactly. Now it almost yeah. seems like people, there's no reason to fight. It's just happening. Yeah. It's it's more like a competition than... Right, They like it's cold matches, they call it, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So yeah, so I guess the excitement, the... Um... The magic. You said it. You said it best. The magic. That's why we are wrestling fans, and that's why we do a wrestling podcast. And we're going to return to our pro wrestling Rushmore format next time with the Mount Rushmore of promos. The best promos ever. Best promos ever. Specific promos ever. Hard times. Hard times. Tear in my eye promo. Tear in my eye. Crocodile shoes. Right, but how are people going to... Like label those promos. How are they going to label them? Yeah, like let's say oh, like, someone really say likes... CM Punk pipe bomb. Okay. Or you know Ric Flair crocodile shoes or Dusty Rhodes hard times. Right, but those are labeled. Are there Austin enough... three sixteen? Are those enough that are labeled? I think are so. There are. All right. I think so. Okay. So that'll be our next one. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram square dot circle dot history, and you can check us out on YouTube squared circle history. And Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Squared Circle History. You can get that shirt that Mick Foley was not a fan of. Brian hates Brett. You can get our Abraham Lincoln shirt. We've got some great shirts on there. We've got two from Angry Lemonade. So, no, we have one from Angry Lemonade, and we have one from Of the Dead. And uh, you're soon to come out Brian hates Mick shirt. (laughs) Brian hates Mick. Maybe it's like a smiley face of you with, like, Mankind mask on it or something. Yeah, no hair. Yeah, of course no hair. Carrera's over the mask. Carrera's over the mask. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, Brian, your final thoughts? Um, Final thought, I thought it was good. I I didn't feel like two hours. I mean, it did feel 
It felt long. Thirty questions is a lot. It is a lot, but you know, I thought we. I just get hope some I good... wasn't redundant, and like, I hope we yeah. we weren't redundant. You know. Yeah, what I, I mean? hope I hope uh, hope we weren't. But you know, yeah, I was... learned some things from your past today, so I, it was a very interesting right. show. I'd say. All right. All right. Thank you. So um, for. Go ahead. That, no, I'm sorry. Oh no! Wait, please, if you have something. Uh, else. I was gonna say, and uh, just you know, if you're a wrestling fan, don't stop believing. Hey, I like that man. <laughs> don't stop believing. Calm down there, Steve. <laughs> okay, so for Brian. All right, guys. Like I said, wrestling fans out there, don't stop believing. Have a good night. That was my close. You weren't supposed to kick it back to me. <laughs> well, you reiterated them. That's you weren't supposed to kick it back. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> well, this is Ian saying good night. <laughs> <laughs>